You are now entering a world, a world beyond our own dimension, where men are men. A world where men are the masters of their own destinies. A world where the laws of society no longer exist. This is the Society of Scoundrels. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome, everybody, to Society Scoundrels. Yes, sir. Anybody that doesn't recognize one of these voices, that's because he is our guest today. Yeah. We've got our buddy Clay. What's going on, guys? Me and Chris and Clay. Uh, Steve and Josh are MIA. They're all jerking each other off or something. Yeah, but at least they're doing something special for the holidays. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing says Something happy like St. Patty's Day like jerking off your buddy. Yeah, is that what they're doing? I, that's what I heard. That's what I heard, too. We'll go, we'll go with that. Didn't Josh say he had a big dick chop? So uh, yeah, uh, something about his big dick. Well, well, the rumor big, going around. His big dick. Yeah. <laughs> something about a big dick. <laughs> it was going to be a job. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So, anyway, welcome to the show. We are uh, back again. This is... Uh, Actually, we're recording this on March 17th. Yeah. Which, for those of you that don't know your dates, that is St. Patrick's Day. Oh. So. Thank you for clarifying. Yeah. Thought it was the day after the 16th. So we are starting off this show here. We're going to do a little Irish car bomb. We've got some Guinness. We've got some Jameson. We're going to drop it in. Courtesy of Clay. Yeah. Thank you, Clay. Uh, My pleasure, guys. All right. Cheers, Cheers, fellas. All right. God damn, that is good. Oh, haven't had one of those in a while. I love those. Ah, we'll go with love those. <clears throat> why did I quit drinking? Oh, that's why I quit. I remember why I quit <laughs> drinking those. Yeah. yeah. It's a little rough, but it's good. Yeah. 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 yeah last, ah. last time Clay and I were together and drank Irish car bombs, he puked on my dog. So I haven't well, had yeah. too many since then, but that's I kind of f- miss them. I think, I think my... Limitation statute of limitations is up on it now. I can that, drink. That's these my again. first one since then, and uh, it didn't go too bad. I prefer the Paul Walker shot though. It's the uh, Irish car bomb with a shot of fireball afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my personal favorite. That yeah. is true. I, honestly, I, I think I think Steve made that joke on his show. I think you might have. It's an actual the, shot though. The Paul Walker. You can yeah. actually go into a bar and order the Paul Walker shot. You've you've listened to a lot of our shows. Have you heard the one where Steve rants about Paul Walker? Yeah, he went on for a little while on that one. <laughs> yeah, apparently Brian cut a lot out too. I did. <laughs> really? So apparently that, was, he, that wasn't all of it. No, no. I did like talking about Paul Walker though. Um, he did apparently. He tried to hide it from a lot of his fans and stuff because you know, he's a big sex symbol. Is he did apparently have really bad dandruff, and they found out after the accident because they um, they found his head and shoulders in the glove compartment. <laughs> oh, Jesus, so, <laughs> you're gonna get some hate mail for that. We that's, might, but anybody that's familiar with the show will probably be like, "Yep, that's just those guys." That's right. Yeah, it's no big deal. They probably hate Paul Walker too. Well, you know what's funny to me is it, it this happens with like everybody. Nobody pays any fucking attention to him, and then they die, and then it's like, oh my god, he was the greatest. And I'm like, well, right. can we talk about the irony really? in the way he died too? 
owns his own race team. Yeah. Dies in a fireball crash. He was not in, on the racetrack. Not on the racetrack. And, he, you know, he that, lived through 37 Fast and Furious I was movies. about to say, yeah. that was after 38 Fast and Furious movies. So, yeah. And, and that's the other thing, too. Like, everybody talks about him like, you know, he was a saint. And I'm pretty sure he was a really nice guy. And the fact that the guy died and he died tragically, it's terrible. But it, he wasn't Daniel Day-Lewis. He wasn't no. winning any fucking Oscars. I mean, yeah. he was in Varsity Blues. And the best acting he ever did there was just walking around on crutches. Yeah. And then Fast and Furious. Like, yeah. oh, come on. And then he, the- he should have won, <laughs> he should, he won an acting. Or a- <laughs> Nicely done, Brian. He should have won an Oscar for, you know, the coaching role he played in Varsity Blues. That last 30 seconds of the game. Fuck Lance, dude. That guy sucked. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't have a problem with the guy. It's just funny to me how, like, no one really cared that much about him. Right. And then he died, and it was like, oh, my God. That's terrible. He was such a great actor. So I'm like, yeah, but he kind of wasn't. Right, no. He wasn't in any great acting movies. He was okay. He was in action movies and, like, testosterone-driven movies. Like, Brian Spilner. Yeah. Wasn't that his name in Fast and Furious? Dude, I, so, the Fast and Furious is something like so this that. So, is, this is where we're going to kind of derail a little bit. And we might argue with Clay. Clay's a Fast and Furious fan. Hold on. Time out. Time out. Time out. I'm not. I like the cars. Okay. I'm a car guy. Which right. one Which one was your favorite, though? Well, obviously, it's the one where they went down the three and a half mile runway fighting in a plane. I don't know which one that was. 27? I, I don't remember I don't either. <laughs> it was one of them in the series. Well, um, and I'm, I'm the same I'm way. I'm more of a car guy. I just enjoyed seeing the wide variety of cars that they brought into the films. So I I, I watched saw two of them. I watched Fast and Furious. I watched was Tokyo Drift three, three that came out, but like thirty first in the series, something like okay, that. Okay, so, I saw the first one and Tokyo Drift. Okay, so I saw. Oh God, you missed all the Miami scene then. <laughs> yeah, I saw. I saw the first one. Good I saw stuff. the. I saw the second one. I'm like, okay. And then Tokyo Drift came out with that stupid ass Lip Nikki kid from fucking Sling Blade. Oh God, who's like the worst actor ever? And I was like. Oh no, that's um I was like, you guys can go suck a fucking dick. This is terrible. It's Lucas something. Isn't yeah, it? I don't know. He was in that ri- He's the worst actor I've ever seen. Two guys who can fuck up a movie is the premise could be awesome, the shots could be great, a great producer. If Dennis Quaid is in a movie or that shitbird from fucking Tokyo Drift is in a movie, the movie's gonna suck. You remember that movie Legion with the dude who played Vision? Oh yeah. Awesome, right? Yeah. He's an angel that's come to earth that's helping protect this pregnant woman from a legion of angels who have come to murder everyone, right? Paul Bettany. That's yeah, his name. Paul Bettany, yeah. Great. The concept was great. A lot of the 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 uh, scenes were fantastic. Dennis Quaid and that shit ass was in there. And it was fucking <laughs> <Yeah>. terrible, dude. <laughs> like, <clears throat> the concept was great when that old lady's like, your fucking baby's gonna die. Yeah. She's eating raw steak and then starts that's climbing up on the ceilings and shit. Burn. Yeah, and I'm like, Dude, this movie's awesome. And that creepy dude who sells the fucking ice cream truck that's like 97 feet tall. Oh, yeah. But those two assholes will ruin a fucking movie. Yeah, they will. Dragonheart was great, except for Dennis Quaid. Yeah. Did you ever watch Dragonheart when you were a kid? Did you guys watch Dragon? Oh, my God. I have it on DVD. I'll let you guys borrow it. What was the movie where he was... Do you guys still have DVD players? Is that still a thing? A what? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Also, side note, Clay's like 15 years younger... 
than Brian and I. No. How old are you? 31. Oh, okay. Oh, so yeah, you're, okay, so you're older than Steve and Josh. Okay. All right. Never mind. So do you remember that movie? It was a, it, I think it had Jim Caviezel and Dennis Quaid. And Dennis Quaid was Jim Caviezel's like dad, but he died before he was born or yeah. something. Yeah. And they were contacting each other through the ham radio. Yep. I do remember that. I can't remember what it was called. Uh, was it high frequency? Yeah, yeah, now you say that probably, yeah. I think it was yeah. something, or Frequency, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That movie wasn't bad, but... It's because Dennis Quaid. Yeah. Dennis Dennis Quaid, Quaid I, I haven't seen good. too many Dennis Quaid movies, but everyone is just kind of like... It's fucking garbage! Can we get yeah. to the end, please? Here's yeah. the problem. Please, Did, let's get to the end. Dennis Quaid got all the looks. Randy Quaid got all the fucking uh, hilarity and, and accolades for fucking being in good movies. Right. Um, but he's not, like, good either. Oh, no, he's, he's terrible, funny. too. Yeah, he's just funny. Because it, it, he's got that goofy Muppet kind of look to him, too. The other problem uh, is same thing with Jim Caviezel. He did Passion of the Christ, and then everything else is fucking dog shit. Yeah, well, you know what I think the problem is? Jim Caviezel is actually very, like, right-wing, kind of, like, conservative, yeah, religious kind of guy. Yeah, And I think those people kind of get ostracized by Hollywood. I would say so. The only one that's kind of in the middle there is like Chris Pratt that everybody still loves. Yeah. Well, he's not really. I mean, have you seen him lately? The man's yeah. kind of drop dead gorgeous. I mean, yeah. Yeah. But so, look at people like James Woods. He used to be a huge actor. Yeah. But he's like super conservative. He's still and popular in Family he's been Guy. kind of ostracized. That's true. He does yeah. pop up in Family Guy a good bit. He's still popular well, in Family James Guy. Well, it's James Woods' school, so they got to have him. Uh, they've, changed, right, yeah. they've changed it now. Ooh, piece so of candy. Anyway. <laughs> oh, um, they? I haven't oh, watched Family Guy in years. I get bits and pieces of it, and I'm like, and I remember why I stopped watching now. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about that, I think, a couple episodes ago, or maybe it was before we started recording. I, I was telling Josh the same thing. I was like, I loved Family Guy. I was yeah. all in. I collected the DVD box series, like all that other kind of good shit, and it was after a handful of seasons. I'm like, I get it. Like, I was huge into South Park until Bigger, Longer, and Uncut came out, and I'm like, I get it. It always, yeah. seems, it. It always seems like to me with those, yeah. they kind of regurgitate but everything it, at least once an episode. It's like American Dad, <sighs> the Cleveland show. Everything just kind of gets regurgitated. And at some point in time, you're like, can we get something original? Well, well, also, I think things are just going too long now. Yeah. There's certain shows that's like, all right, it was great, but now you're running out of shit really to do that's going to really... When's the last time somebody talked about The Simpsons? They're still yeah, running. I They're still on. And I don't remember the last time somebody's talked about them. Yeah. Well, how are they still on? Here's here's the I have other no idea. Here's the other problem with that too. What about NCIS? What the fuck new can you be doing on NCIS? Hey, or um, your Tokyo Drift guy, if you love NCIS, you need to check out NCIS Los Angeles. Is he on that? Oh yeah. Oh my yeah, God. he is. Fuck. And uh it's gonna be terrible. Uh what's his name? I haven't seen it, but I no, guarantee yeah. you. It's what's, be terrible. what's his name that was on uh Quantum Leap back in the day? Scott Bakula? Yes. Yeah, I he's, love Scott he's Bakula. The, he's the lead. You know, he's in. from here. Really? Yeah. No shit. Yeah. Um, my mom knew a woman, this was years ago, but she actually dated him when he lived here, before he was like a huge actor. Oh. Yeah. Is he a huge actor, though? I mean... You, well, okay. Or an actor. He He was a huge actor for a little while. He's not anymore. But for a little while in the nineties there when they like the major league movies and all that came out. Yeah, yeah he was pretty pretty well, big actor. I, he was one of the big reasons why Major League, the third one, 
or whatever was shot here. Yeah. Because he's from here. Shot and at the old uh, Rainbow Stadium. Shot it there yeah. and the old uh, College of Charleston yeah. field up there at uh, Rimley's Point. Yeah. Hmm. I didn't know any of that. Yeah, they most of that movie was shot right downtown. Yeah, you can look at the billboards in the movie yeah. on the outfield and you'll see stuff like, it'll be like Mount Pleasant and all this stuff like advertised on the billboards. I'd like, check it out just for that. Yeah. So your mom knew a lady who dated Scott Bakula. Yes. Okay, I can one-up that. My mother-in-law fucked Alabama. Like the whole band or the state? <laughs> That's what I tell me all the time. Like, not the state, but the band. If it's the state, no. congratulations. <laughs> no, I tell that. Apparently she dated the guitarist from Alabama before they were, you know, like Alabama. I'm like, well, you should have waited that out another couple years. It could have panned out differently for you. Yeah. So, but, yeah, it's it's weird that... Like, I didn't know that about Scott Bakula, but there's a lot of famous people from the Charleston and South Carolina area. Yeah. Um, like, who would have thought NZ Zanzari would have been from, like, he's like fucking... Simpsonville, I think, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I was like Simpsonville or Sumter or somewhere. Like, he's, like, country. Yeah. You know? Do you know what's sad is that story about him, the, the sexual harassment story? Yeah. Like, when you read the story that the girl tells, I'm like... There was no sexual harassment. It was a bad date. Right. That's all it was. Yeah. Yeah, but that's her claim to fame. So, well, right. have you ever read that story? I have not read it. I mean, I've heard. She met him at, like, this club, right? They end up hitting it off. They go back to, I don't remember if it was his apartment, her apartment, whatever. He goes down on her. She's all cool with it. He tries to take things further, and she gets upset Tells him that men are all the same and leaves, and that was somehow sexual harassment. Right. You let him eat your pussy. Right, but yet, if he wants to, like, Get a take it job. further... I agree with her. He's terrible. He did, on yeah. a he did on a first date what every woman should do to a man on a first date. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> I will go down on you until my TMJ starts kicking in. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait, that's the married woman's disease. I'm sorry. That's right, yeah. I was going to say, Brian, have you experienced that? No, you know what's funny is I think I have it in my jaw. and But he hadn't sucked enough dicks to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, that's definitely Yeah, it. I'm going to have to do a little more research. <laughs> but Are you going to publish no, your my findings? Wife, my wife has it, and she's had it for a long time, and she's... Um, no, it doesn't. She's she's never noticed it. Doesn't it doesn't ruin anything. She's never noticed it with Brian. But she Only does have it. she dated before. You know, because it's it's it only affects her when she opens her mouth really wide. Yeah, toothpicks yeah. don't bother her. Right, exactly. Well, uh, she can still brush her teeth fine. <laughs> yeah. That's good for you then. Yeah. yeah. If, <laughs> but no, I, I it was like it's been bothering me for the last like two weeks. Every so often, and it's just like in my jaw, I get this pain. I don't know where it's coming from, but your jaw. Well, I don't know what's causing it. Oh, how about that? <laughs> and I told her, I was like, I think I do have like TMJ or something. My jaw has popped for the longest time. Maybe it's that gigantic mod you wrap your lips around 500 times be. a day. I put the whole Fuck, tank man. and everything in my that mouth. So. huge. Shout out Modern Vapor Company. Yeah, they're cool. Those guys are pimp, man. I, I love everybody. Have you ever place. thought maybe it's your wife abusing you? Like in my sleep? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I would. She just catch, catches this cheap shot every now and then. <laughs> yeah, Brian does jujitsu and shit. You got to wait for him to fall asleep and whoop his ass with an ironing cord or something. <laughs> just she, yeah. she, she knows your weakness. It could be what it is. Yeah, she, I would. You fall asleep. It and could she just, be jujitsu. Yeah, getting choked out and stuff. Maybe, maybe that. Yeah, pressure on the jaw. Yeah, maybe just getting choked out stuff. different than what you're I used to. I, I yeah. think we just crossed a bridge Normally here. It's just a 
right on the throat. Yeah. It's not like around the side of the cheek and everything. <laughs> Actually, right, yeah. Have you have you web MD'd it? Have you checked symptoms? Yeah. And you have cancer and you have three yeah, days to exactly. live. <laughs> so apparently it's it's a much big, much bigger condition than I thought it was. TMJ. No. <laughs> yeah. So you know jaw cancer. That's what I have. And that's like all joking aside, I mean, <clears throat> it might be jujitsu. It could be. I mean, because you're getting in clinches and all that shit. It. And I mean, you're taking a lot of a lot of pressure. Can we I'm, all be mature here for a second, please? No. A lot of pressure to the jaw. Yeah. And a lot of different positions. Right. So And if you're with a continue newer <laughs> guy and he's not uh, squeezing your neck the way you like it. Right. Right. If you're I, the bottom. I actually dated a girl one time that was like Do you it, like being the bottom? It's exhausting. <laughs> Especially when you're a power bottom like Brian. <laughs> you do all the work. Actually, actually, the first time I had ever dated a chick that was like into choking, she was like, oh my God, choke me. And then like two and a half seconds into me choking her, she was like tapping out and like throwing out blueberry pancakes, blueberry pancakes. I'm like, what? And she was like, I didn't mean choke me. I'm like, be specific in your words. Don't say choke me. And then like, you don't want me to choke you. Also, also you with should have been bear- like, hey, fake choke me. And I was just like, Touched your jugular a little. Yeah, because with, with your bear paw. Yeah. Do you do you have a variable with your bear claws? I don't, dude. Or? I lay in. I open up like and I lay in, and you just apply pressure. Now, what I wasn't doing was I wasn't squeezing the side of her throat as I was pushing in. <laughs> I was just pushing in, so I was holding some back. So your yeah. technique was off a little bit. Right. I wasn't trying to kill her. Uh-huh. I do have a funny story about that. Uh-oh. It's a guy I know that I work with, and uh, he'll he'll think this is funny. He told me this story about this girl who was into that, like she wanted to be choked, right? So they're like throwing down and everything, and he's going to town doing his thing, right? And she's like, "All right, I want you to choke me," and he's like, "Okay." And so he puts his hand on her throat, and they, by the way, they had come up with the safe word of bubbles. Okay. okay. This is going to pertain to the story later. So a so, word that's hard to say while you're being right. choked. So right. huh. he's choking her <laughs> and he's doing his thing and he starts squeezing tighter. And she's like, hey, choke me harder, harder. Jesus. Right. And so he starts choking her harder and he's still going to town, just choking her. And all of a sudden she just goes limp. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, and I think her name was Jill. I'm pretty sure that's what her name was. And he's like, Jill, Jill. Like he's looking at her and you're like, Jill. And he's like trying to wake her up. Right. But he's like freaked out now. Cause she's out. Finally, she starts coming to, and she looks at him. She's like, Holy shit. What the fuck happened? And he was like, you told me to choke you harder. And I kept doing it. And finally you just passed out. And she looks at him. She's like, I guess I should have said bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> You guys want to drink a beer? I was about to say, you guys getting thirsty? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a, little a little thirsty, thirsty over here. All right, let's do a beer. Yeah, what's wrong with the beer we got? It drank pretty good. Budweiser. Uh, what's the name of some of them other beer? Miller. It drank pretty good, don't it? <laughs> I'll laugh every time, dude. Yeah. <laughs> every time. Probably, it's, a good, it's a good intro. Probably one of the best intros. I like it better than just the cracking the beer open. Yeah. I don't, right. I don't have a bottle opener. Mine came in bottles. No, that's cool. I got a bottle opener in my... Okay. Oh shit! I left it on the counter. What well, the uh, shit, Brian? Yours came in cans, so we just want to do the cans. Are there three in there? How yeah. Many cans do you have? If there's three in there, yeah, go for it. I think there are. Same thing. Chris and I both bought the same so thing. So it's it, that's funny that happened. Is there another one? 
Yeah, there you go. Cool. Oh shit! Look at you. Yeah, that's <laughs> like funny. Nine how this more. Yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, wanted, there's a reason for it. I wanted nothing to do with this beer. Yeah. And now I'm all about it. So what we're doing today, even though it's uh, St. Patrick's Day, this was one we wanted to review on the next episode. So um, this is, uh, what is it, Schoferhofer? Sure. I don't know how you pronounce it. Schoferhofer? Schoferhofer. Hefeweizen. Uh, it's a grapefruit beer uh, straight imported from Germany. Chris and I had this at Disney World a few weeks ago. And yeah, Chris didn't want to try this at first. No. They were out of the beers he wanted. And because who want who sound who hears grapefruit beer and goes, that sounds good. Right. So there was two beers they were out of, which were the two that I was eyeballing, and Me I guess too. Chris was too. And they didn't have either one. So we were in the German beer hall in uh Epcot. And so I was like, well, I got to get a beer, so I guess I'll try this other one. I was just going to drink and water. So, no bullshit. I was, I was like, I don't even fucking want it. Yeah, I so I ordered Which one. is rare for you to eat. Correct. consider drink water it. at all. Correct. Now, Clay, I will, uh, I will preface this, this beer review by letting you know that this is not going to taste like a traditional beer to you, but it does taste good. It's not one that I would drink a bunch of. Oh, I would. But I like to have one and then drink beer. I would drink Afterwards. a five-gallon bucket of this, and Brian can take all those IPAs and stuff them up his ass. I'm with you, Brian. I'll drink an IPA with you. Yeah. I'm, Fuck both of you. If I'm in the mood for a beer, I'm not going to drink this, but it does taste good. I can I can see where you're coming yeah. from with this. It's so Do you know why? The reason it's, I like it's this, not beer. The reason I like this beer is for the same reason right. I did not want this beer. I don't want a grapefruit beer. To me, it just seemed like it was going to be like a grapefruit-infused IPA, and that's why I didn't want it. This is more like a summer shandy. Yeah. Like if you mixed sweetened grapefruit juice with a beer, this is what you get. This yeah. reminds me of a Leinenkugel or however you pronounce it, where it's that- That, that lemon one? Yeah, that lemon yeah. one, that shandy, where you crush 47 of them and yeah. be fine. Well, I'm curious because Chris and I have had it. We both think it's delicious, even though, like I said, if I'm in the mood for a beer, a real beer, this is not going to be what I'm going to grab. But it does taste good. So I'd like to hear your review first and see what you think. Because for those of you guys that don't know, which obviously, why would you? Clay's got a Facebook group that he started. And he's a big beer connoisseur. So Yeah. I may or may not know some people that own a brewery. What is it? What's, what's your group? Uh, Low Country Beer Lovers. Yeah. Anybody that's interested, check that out. Low Country it's, Beer it's Lovers. It's cool. We're trying to... Uh, people post different pictures of beers they try and... Trying to start All something of things. that you can see uh, what everybody's drinking on. Just trying yeah. to bring a bunch of alcoholics together. It's pretty cool. Because you can't, you can't drive. I've been drinking less, so I haven't been putting anything up on there. It's funny you say that. I have been, too. I've but... been meal prepping and trying not to ingest so many beer calories. <laughs> but I do, I do see all the stuff everybody posts, and I know my sister's in it. Your sister um, actually posts a she lot posts of a stuff. Lot of shit. She drinks it's, it's a lot. Cool Look who she's married to. She's got to stay drunk. <laughs> it, it's cool to <laughs> see the actually, different. Shout out, out to Will. We love I Will. I've actually never met him. He actually seems like a pretty cool. I'm gonna say I've heard him on the podcast. Great he guy. Seems, he seems. He's high. actually got to be so, a good dude because he's married to your sister and we know her. So she, <laughs> there you go. I insulted both of them. Now we're even. I love them both. I'm to sorry death. to both of you, but it's cool to see what they get in Colombia, like what different yeah. beers and stuff they get up there. Because every 
city's different. Yeah, we're right. talking about the city, not the state for anybody listening. Yeah, not yeah. Colombia. 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 South Carolina. Yeah. So what you got, Clay? All right. So for flavor, I'm going to go seven on this. It, it's yeah. It's got a lot of flavor. I'm not a huge grapefruit guy. Right. I, I mean, I enjoy it. A lot of flavor. Just not a huge grapefruit guy. This doesn't have the bitterness of the grapefruit, though. No, it doesn't. Yeah. And I think that's why I like it so much yeah. and giving it because it's not that bitter. Yeah. I'd keep it in my fridge. I'd give it a two. Definitely keep it in the fridge. Done cutting the lawn. I'll I'll crush yeah. one of these. Yeah. Drinkability is like a nine. I can see where you could just yeah. hammer several of these. Overall, I'm gonna go uh I'm gonna go seven four overall with it. So nice. it's it's definitely not your traditional beer. No, if you're score. thinking of a beer, don't grab this one. No, but you know what's this is interesting because my wife hates beer, and she drink she drinks these now. She'll drink them because they don't taste like beer. But it's almost got that, a seltzer ish yeah feel to it. It's not that like bland flavor. Like it's more flavor. Yeah, but the fizz, the just everything else, kind of says I'm a seltzer. Right. Yeah. You want to go or you want me to go? I'll go. Okay, um, go ahead. Honestly, I'm probably going to give it the exact score Clay did. Um, yeah. I might change my overall, but I'm going to go 729. Also not a big grapefruit guy, but it is a lot sweeter than typical grapefruit. Um, it surprised me because I was expecting more of like a grapefruit-infused IPA, which is why I was so pleasantly surprised with this. The only reason I don't give it a higher score is I remember it tasting different in the beer garden. It seemed like it was sweeter in the beer garden. They um, might have had it on draft, though. And, so. and that's what I'm saying. Pulling yeah. it off a of draft, I think that might change the flavor a little bit. Well, it and it'd be interesting more... to see what does in the bottle, too, because bottle from can. Right. Right. Well, I got I got six bottles in there, so, so we, can, we can bust a second round out. <laughs> we'll do another beer review. Um, <laughs> yeah. To me, drinking them from bottle to can is is fairly similar from what I can remember, but... I mean, overall, I'd probably go 8.2 because I really do enjoy this beer. I think it is fucking packed full of flavor. And same thing, dude. If you're hot and sunburnt, you've been out at the beach all day or you've cut the damn yard, um, hanging out at the pool, whatever, you could drink a five-gallon bucket of this shit on ice. Um, yeah. Well, and the thing that surprised But to your you point, it's not, it's not a Guinness like we had earlier on. So if you're wanting an actual beer beer... This is not the beer to grab. Well, and what surprises you with it is the grapefruit smell on it, the nose you get on it. Mm-hmm. It's like you are literally about to just take, cut a grapefruit in half. Yeah. Right. And just eat right in the middle of it. Right. And then you get that sweeter flavor and you're like, oh. Yeah. And this is okay. pleasant. This isn't bad. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I think for flavor, I'm I'm going to give it an eight. Um, two, definitely keep it in the fridge. Uh, drinkability is a nine. I think we're all on the same page. It's yeah. a nine. Yeah. Uh, I can't even taste alcohol in this at all. No. I can drink this and think I'm drinking like a Fresca or something. You know what I mean? And who doesn't love a Fresca? I'm just saying, well, you, Fresca's great grapefruit soda. So You could honestly pass this off as a mixed drink at a bar and get $12 a drink oh, for yeah, this thing. Yeah. really good. Put a fucking umbrella in it and a little piece of damn cherry or some shit. Yeah. And then overall, I will give this, um, I'm going to give it an eight. Um, flat. it's really good. Eight flat. Yeah. I'll give it an eight. A rookie score. Eight only because it's not a actual beer. Right. It is a beer, but it's not a beer. You know right, what I mean? Like right. 
You can look at it. It says beer. It's beer. Whatever. Well, they but, even spell beer differently. It's yeah. B I E R. <laughs> the beer is so. not even spelled spell right. So <laughs> is that how they spell it in Germany? Yeah. No, I didn't know that. I've never been to Germany. Yeah. Have you? Yeah, we went at Epcot. Remember? Yeah, that was in America. Though. Oh, oh, that was America's version of Germany. Well, it was the beer garden, and it was B I E R. Right. right. I think just... I think you need your passport though, where he's talking about going. Yeah. Oh. Oh, no, I've never been there. I'd like to go. Brian just, like, laughs at me like this pompous ass, like, <laughs> stupid. We went to Germany, and that's it. I'm just kidding, dude. Huh, you well, hurt my fucking feelings. Well, clearly he's better than you. I mean. Uh, that's a given. <laughs> the other <laughs> thing I will add to this is that I don't typically like Hefeweizens. I'm not a big wheat beer guy. I don't like the aftertaste that a wheat beer has. Yeah, but I think with this one. Um, and this. I don't taste any of that. You have so much of that grapefruit, grapefruit flavor in it. Yeah. That's what masks it. Yeah, it camouflages everything Because I think if, if you cut the flavor down by half, mm-hmm. I think now you're going to get into the regular just flavored Hefeweizen. Here's, so, here's, oh yeah, here's the other right. thing, too. If we get into the bottles, you guys will see. Before you open the bottle, do like an actual legit Hefeweizen because you can see um, the solidity at the bottom. So you got to turn it upside down and give it a couple good swirls. To clear all that uh, sediment from the bottom of the damn bottle, so well. And that's the cool thing about a, a true hefeweizen is you. It is that true unfilter where you're like, "There's stuff floating in this. Are you sure it's safe to drink?" And then right. you crack it, and you're like, "Okay, yeah, no, it's safe to drink." This I actually good. think this might be pronounced Schefferhofer. There we go. Now we're fucking or Schaeferhofer. Yeah, because it's Use got Google the translate. O with the dots. Yeah, you talking about the umlaut? <laughs> Stupid ass. You didn't know that called? was an umlaut. I don't know. That's what yeah, it's called. called an umlaut. Okay, it's got the umlaut. That's why the German guitarist from... So it's Schaeferhofer? That's why the German guitarist from Guitar Hero was called umlaut. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's an umlaut. The okay. little two little dots. Yeah. Welcome to Random Facts with Anyway. Chris. Well, no, I just... Brian fucking dug at me because I didn't know that's how they spelled beer. I don't know. I'm digging anyway, for not knowing what an umlaut is. We'll get, we'll get Chris Cock to sucker. put a picture of this up on the... On I ain't our, doing shit. You can fuck yourself. On our Twitter page and our Feelings Facebook and everything. All right. I think the next thing we're going to do is the news. The news. Chris yeah, didn't yell it with me. I didn't. All right. This is an article by Stephanie Pappas. Ooh. Uh, this says, meet the swirl on a new kind of matter that bends the laws of physics. Researchers discover a new state of active matter. Thank God Josh isn't here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Josh will be telling us how this article was wrong. <laughs> um, fish school, <laughs> insects swarm and birds fly in murmurtations. I didn't know that was what that was called when birds fly. Now, new research finds that on the most basic level, this kind of group behavior forms a new kind of active matter called a swirlonic state. Physical laws such as Newton's second law of motion, which states that a force, as a force is applied to an object, increases, its acceleration increases, and that the object's mass increases, its acceleration decreases, apply to passive, non-living matter ranging from atoms to planets. But much of the matter in the world is active matter and moves under its own self-directed force, says Nikolai Brilliantov. I didn't His even, name is Brilliantov. He's a mathematician. I didn't even understand any of them words. Like, I don't understand what they all mean independently, <laughs> but together that shit made no sense. Yeah, all I heard was active matter. Yeah. 
That's where I clocked back in. Living things as diverse as bacteria, birds, and humans can interact with the forces upon them. Okay. There are examples of non-living active matter, too. Nanoparticles known as Janus particles are made up of two sides with different chemical properties. Lost me again. The interactions between the two sides create self-propelled movement. To explore active matter, Brilliantov and his colleagues use a computer to simulate particles that could self-propel. These particles weren't consciously interacting with the environment, Brilliantov told Live Science. Rather, they were more akin to simple bacteria or nanoparticles with internal sources of energy, but without information processing abilities. Listen, I've listened to a lot of Big Bang, <laughs> watched a lot of Big Bang Theory. Ain't learned shit. Got nothing for you. Fuck. Well, uh, the first surprise was that this active matter behaves very differently than passive matter. Different states of passive matter can coexist. For example, a glass of liquid water can gradually evaporate into a gaseous state while leaving while still leaving water behind. The active matter, by contrast, didn't coexist in different phases. It was all solid, all liquid, or all gas. The particles also grouped together as large conglomerates or quasi-particles, which milled together in a circular pattern around a central void, kind of like a swirl of schooling sardines. The researchers dubbed these particle conglomerates swirlons and named the new state of matter they formed a, squirrel, a swirlonic state. They display bizarre behavior, for example, violating Newton's second law. When a force was applied to them, they did not accelerate. They just move with a constant velocity, which is absolutely surprising, Brilliantov said. The simulations were basic and experimental work with real-world active matter and it is an important next step, he said. He and his colleagues also plan to do more complex simulations using active matter particles with information processing abilities. These will more closely resemble insects and animals and help to reveal the physical laws governing schooling, swarming, and flocking. Ultimately, the goal is to create self-assembling materials out of active matter, which makes it important to understand the phases of this kind of matter. It's quite important that we see the nature of active matter is much richer, richer than that of passive matter. So, yeah, that was... I read a little bit of it earlier, and I didn't realize that the whole article was going to kind of go over my head. Yeah. Uh, but, it, it yeah. It landed about six feet behind me. There is matter that moves in motion at a constant rate, and no matter what force you apply to it, it doesn't change. And I guess it's the swirlonic state. So it was interesting, but also complicated. The funny thing is that the like we can't even understand the layman's terms of it, and these guys are like studying it and understand it completely. Yeah, I wonder if it's a damn shame we don't know anybody who could have fucking yeah kind of broken that down, and explained it a little bit. I don't know if we would have had enough time. <laughs> I don't know if we know anybody that smart. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I think we know a couple people, especially one person who could just fake it. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> fake it till you make it, dude. Um, this one is not a complicated article. Okay. This is by Luke Matthews. Um, property listing for worst house on the street praised for its brutal honesty. Buying a house is a huge undertaking that requires countless legal checks to ensure there's no hidden pitfalls in your investment. 
But while most buyers fear the, that estate agents will tell a few white lies to secure a sale, one property listing has gone viral for doing the exact opposite. Philippa Maine, Philippa Maine, a realtor based in Florida, U.S., has been praised on social media for advertising a two-bed home on the market for $69,000, which she describes as literally the worst house on the street. <laughs> Pulling absolutely no punches as to the huge task potential buyers would be inheriting, she writes, the roof leaks, the floor creaks, and there's a terrible draft, but this three-bed, one-and-a-half bath home is very open concept. And by that, we mean the inside is open to the outside because several of the windows are broken. The hilarious listing then continues. Now, I know you've heard of a detached garage, but have you ever heard of a detached foundation? Because that's what you'll find here in the large bonus room at the right of the home. Philippa boasts that the property would be the perfect setting to stage your next post-apocalyptic zombie movie before adding, oh, and don't forget about the brick chimney that perfectly epitomizes how we all felt after 2020, about to collapse and going nowhere. Literally, there is no fireplace inside the house. <laughs> Turning to the positives, the home built in 1954 is not in a flood zone, and there's absolutely no claims against the property, meaning you would have, to, you would have the peace of mind that the sad-looking structure belongs to you and you alone. <laughs> Jesus. Kind of just makes me want to go put an offer in it on it because of how honest yeah. she is. The listing finishes by adding the advice, and if you're not interested in crying yourself to sleep every night while you rehab this home, might we suggest tearing it down and building a brand new one in its place? The neighbors would likely thank you. The post has been shared hundreds of times on Facebook and Instagram as people praise the move to be upfront and honest. One commented to say... Had the best and most creative posts. Had to be the best and most creative post I've ever seen. Great job. Thanks for the laughs. A second said, My friend shared this, and after reading it, I had to find you. You are hilarious, and I love and commend your honesty, which is rare. And another added, We just read this aloud and couldn't stop laughing. So refreshing to read an honest listing, and you're a funny writer. Sometimes honesty really is the best policy. I wonder if she's going to sell this. I'm about to say, I wonder if she sold the house. I wonder if she's contacted like DIY Network because yeah, one of those people would buy that. Yeah, it was like, oh my god, you're so witty, you're so funny. Oh my god, I love it. You okay, know who you're need? Put in a fucking offer? Chip and Joanna Gaines. Oh my god. Oh, oh my, my god, god. y'all. Dude, I just saw them for the first time like on TV like a couple weeks ago. I was like, who the fuck is that? Gary's like, that's the Chip and Joanna Gaines people that like Brian was talking about. I'm like, that's a oh she. I told you all that story yeah. about Pier One. Have you ever have you ever heard of that story? My wife and I were in Pier One Imports. This is before they shut down. But we're in there. We go to the front of the line. There's this lady there. And this is before I knew who Chip and Joanna Gaines were. Because I don't watch what is it? What's the damn channel? I don't know. HGTV Good housekeeping or, channel yeah, or whatever. Something like that. I don't watch any of those channels. And these two are up there, and I'm just standing in line. We're waiting to pay, and I look at my wife, and I go, who are these people? And the lady hears me, and she goes, oh, you don't know Chip and Joanna Gaines? And I was like, no. She was like, oh, my God, they're wonderful. Because they had some kind of line of duvets or something there. I don't know what the fuck it yeah, was. some cinnamon-scented yeah. fucking so, broom you put in the front room. So she's like, oh, my God, they're wonderful. They, they're on TV. And I was like, okay. And she goes... They put Waco on the map. And I go, uh, no, David Koresh put Waco on the map. <laughs> <laughs> My wife laughed. The lady did not. I don't even know if she knew who David Koresh was. Yeah, 
but you talk you talk about Pier One Imports, man. It, the, the one store I remember cooler than Pier One Imports that I miss the most. Yeah, Waccamaw. Waccamaw Linen. Waccamaw was way cooler. Than fucking yeah, Linen. I remember Waccamaw. I just don't understand how you walk into Pier One Imports and the cheapest thing in there is a acorn. Right for fifty dollars. <laughs> yeah, acorn. An yeah, acorn. It's what, yeah. What is going on? That's why they're out of business. Oh, what now? Okay, the next article is by our buddy Ben Hooper. I love this guy. I like Ben Hooper too, man. I, I do like. He does ben some Hooper really articles. lighthearted articles. Yeah. Uh, dog driver blamed for crashing owner's jeep into Wisconsin building. Fuck yeah, dude! I'm in already. So a jeep crashed into a building in Wisconsin, and the incident the incident is being blamed on the inexperience of the vehicle's driver, a dog. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> Sturgeon Bay Police said officers responded Wednesday to an art museum, Pearl of Door County. To art muse- museum, Pearl of Door County. That's the name of an art museum? That's it's weird. an art museum. Of uh, course it is. You don't get it. You wouldn't get it. Oh, I guess you're they're n- in Door County and then the... You wouldn't get it. You're not bougie. You're not bougie called enough. the Pearl of Door County. No, you're not bougie enough to understand it's it. Art, no. so. You wouldn't get it. Where a Jeep had crashed into the building. The vehicle's owner told police his Jeep had been parked at a gas station while he went across the street to the Sunflower Bakery, and when he came outside, the vehicle crashed into Pearl. The owner said his five-year-old Australian Shepherd, Callie, had apparently knocked the shifter out of park and the vehicle rolled into the building. It's not every day that a dog drives a Jeep across the street and right into the business, Pearl of Door County said in a Facebook post. I hate the name of this art museum. <laughs> Police said no one was injured in the crash. Callie's owner said the canine's driving privileges have been permanently revoked. Callie and I are very happy no one was hurt, and there was very little damage as a result of the incident the other day. So you I don't that was see it funny. every day, but you would expect that result. Yeah. The other thing is, dude, too, if you're going to leave a dog in a vehicle, Put on the emergency brake, maybe, especially if it's a fucking standard shift. Yeah, see, that's that's me. And I've it. done that before. We, I think we've all kind of left our dog as, in as a car mechanic. Before. I'm trying to figure well, out. How I did you one knock time, it. but two weeks is too long. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't leave water. What's wrong with you? No, I'm just trying to figure out how. Well, you I wasn't knock allowed to leave water because the last time I had a problem with a dog, it was a five gallon bucket of water. So I'm not allowed to have dogs around oh, water anymore. Oh, you're that guy. <laughs> okay, now it's all coming together. I had somebody at um, O'Charlie's restaurant one time yelled at me because I literally left the dog in the car for like a minute and a half because I had ordered a to-go order. Grabbing a to-go order. I walked in the front door, grabbed the order, and walked back out. And the person was like, she walks in right behind me and she's like, are you the one that left your dog in the car? And I'm like, yeah, I was literally grabbing an order. I'm coming back. And she's like yelling at me. And she's like, well, I've called the police. They're on their way. And I was like, fuck off. And I walked out the door. Right. And I was like, tell them to find me. And I left. Yeah. I won't be here when they get here. I can promise you. N- nobody would approach my car with our dogs in it. Yeah. My three-legged dog is racist. Yeah. He hates all people that aren't people he knows. So if anybody walks by the car, he just barks at them. Yeah. Normally scares them and they run away. So yeah, I'm yeah. kind of got my own security system and <laughs> nobody messes with me. So that's it's good. A, that's the same thing with Champ. Champ's like the biggest pussy on the face of the planet, but that son of a bitch got a bark on him. When he barks, I mean, he sounds fucking terrifying. By the way, we need to talk about that. If you could tone him down the funnel at our in our neighborhood, yeah. 
to my house really, really echoes Well, his here's the problem, man. <laughs> yeah. Same thing. It goes into like a whole PETA thing, right? I got a shock collar for barking, but I put the damn thing on the dog. He barks one time. He yelps, and everybody's like, oh, my God, you put a shock collar on the dog. Oh, I'm my like, God, you're so cruel. I'm like, but I can't have him out there barking for eight minutes at 530 in the morning when I wake up and let the dog out to go take a piss because he wakes up the neighbors. Like, well, he either barks for five minutes or he barks once and learns his lesson. Or he could have the barker remove where he just goes, <gasps> 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 Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Because that's not terrible. <laughs> I'll make a deal with you. I'll have my dog's barker removed. When you have that second dog growing off of your dog removed. <laughs> I get quadro removed <laughs> from his leg. Fuck? That thing freaks me out, dude. <laughs> freaks you, me out, dude. I don't, I don't even want to touch it. And he's such a sweet dog, but I don't even want to touch the dog because I'm scared I might touch that thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know if you get that removed, dog's probably going to be depressed, right? Like you, leaving a friend. Yeah. <laughs> thing just, and what's bad is it flaps around. <laughs> it started out so tiny. It was just like this little skin tag. Now it's like, it's like another, like a, what do they call those twins that die in the, <laughs> in the womb that they're still attached? I to don't know, but you're going to join twin. Uh, you give it another couple weeks. You're going to have to put out, start putting out two bulls for that one dog. Yeah. That thing's going to start eating on its own. Jesus. It's got um, that like what the, the, the conjoined twins that have like teeth in there. I don't head. even want to talk about it anymore. It's grosses me out. <laughs> they creep me out. <laughs> creeps me out so bad. <laughs> That is yeah, the, you you were kind of me out uh, a little bit too. You yeah. were kind of sh- uh, like, yeah, stay off of that. Dog. I touched I mean, Baxter you, yeah. a little bit, like on the head, eye, nose area, <laughs> because I'm scared if I get too close to his leg, he's gonna flinch. I'm gonna <laughs> touch, touch it. Me with that thing. <laughs> Ew! <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> Does it make it worse that it doesn't grow hair? <laughs> oh god, yeah, it's it's weird. <sighs> All right, <laughs> it looks like somebody took. <laughs> Stepped on an oyster and then glued it to his elbow. <laughs> it's just so creepy looking, man. It's like a little fur booger. It is <laughs> giant. <laughs> okay. Let's do our next article. Okay. Uh, the next article is a Fox News article by Bradford Betts. Florida school principal and daughter arrested for allegedly hacking student accounts to cast homecoming votes. So a Pensacola teenage girl and her mother, an elementary school assistant principal, were arrested Tuesday for allegedly hacking hundreds of student accounts to fraudulently vote for the teen as homecoming queen in the fall, police said. Laura Rose Carroll, 50, and her 17-year-old daughter, Emily Rose Grover, have each been charged with two offenses, oh, excuse me, have each been charged with offenses against computers, unlawful use of a two-way communication device, criminal use of personally identifiable information, and conspiracy to commit these offenses. An investigation by the Florida Department of Law Enforcement began in November when the Escambia County School District reported that hundreds of student accounts have been illegally accessed. Investigators determined that Carol, an assistant principal at Bellevue Elementary School, and her daughter, a student at Tate High School, had accessed student focus accounts. The FDLE said Carol had district-level access to the school board's focus program, the school district's student information system. The, inf- and the investigation came after hundreds of votes for Tate's high school homecoming court were flagged as fraudulent with nearly 120 votes coming from the same IP address within a short period of time. 
Investigators linked unauthorized access to Focus to Carol's cell phone as well as computers associated with her home address with nearly 250 votes having been cast for the homecoming court. Investigators said multiple students reported that Grover had described using her mom's Focus account to cast votes in her favor. That's a cool trick you got there, Chris. Carol was booked, thank you, Not as cool as Josh. into the Escambia County Jail with a bond set at 8500 while Grover was taken into custody and transferred to the Escambia Regional Juvenile Detention Center. It wasn't immediately clear if they had an attorney who could speak on their behalf. The Office of the State Attorney, First Judicial Court, will be prosecuting the case. So they... <sighs> That's stupid. She hacked these accounts just to vote for homecoming queen for her daughter? Here's why. Because she was probably homecoming queen, but now she's not, you know, coming to terms with the fact that she's the mom. And yeah. She, and her daughter probably would never know the joy of being a homecoming queen because her daughter's not attractive, nor does she have a good personality. So it's only fair to hack in and make them homecoming queen. Here's right. why I hate that story on two different levels. Why? A, who gives a fuck? B, why would you hack into the school's computer system for homecoming queen? Yeah. Who gives a shit about being homecoming queen? And why would you do that to make your daughter the homecoming queen? Because some things are important to other people, Chris. No, somebody's going to finally fucking realize when she gets up there, they're like, dude, the Down syndrome girl with the lazy eye obviously was not going to win homecoming queen. Who uh, voted for her? Well, um, they have a pick. She's a pretty girl. Oh, wow. I stand corrected. Yeah, she doesn't have Down syndrome. No, not at all. Or a lazy eye. No. She's cute. Yeah, but how's her personality? Uh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. She's actually that attractive. Yeah. She can be a bitch. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I changed my story now. That's right. I, I'm i an advocate. Is there like a GoFundMe so we can like help with the court case to get <laughs> I got, a, couple, I got a couple bucks we'll uh, throw towards there. Yeah, no shit. I don't know. I mean, the only thing I will say is she's got at least two or three extra teeth in that fucking head, but other than that... Hey, so before you read the next story, I will say this tastes different I think the cans out of taste, the bottle. I think, cans, the I think cans taste better than the bottles, honestly. The cans taste sweeter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Off a of draft, I really? remember being much sweeter than this even had, the cans. This has more true grapefruit to it mm -hmm. rather than the can being that sweet flavor. Yep. Interesting. It, it would be a whole nother rating if we went off a bottle. Oh, boy. Mm -hmm. Well, that ruins everything. Mine wouldn't change a whole bunch. <laughs> Un Neither would Unlike mine. that Uncle Scrumpy shit that uh, your wife brought in here, that fucking, what was that shit called? That apple cider stuff? Where it was polar opposites. Oh, yeah. I would have loved to have been here for that review. Dude, it that was. That would have been a good It wouldn't even taste like the same thing. No. No. The colors were way off. I mean, one of them was way more vinegary. Uncle Scrumpy. What was it? What was it? I don't remember, but it's a funny <laughs> name for it. Should oh, be something like Uncle that. Scrumpy's. Yeah. Should be the name for it. Try Uncle Scrumpy's. <laughs> um, next article is also by Bradford Betts from Fox News. Washington man arrested for allegedly stealing a 400-pound slide and mounting it to his child's bunk bed at his home. Washington man is accused of stealing a 400-pound slide from a playground and mounting it to a child's bunk bed in his mobile home, police said. What? Dustin Allen Bushnell. I got to show you the picture of this guy. Look at this guy. 
He looks like the kind of he guy. He looks like a slide. guy that would steal a slide. He definitely looks like the kind of guy that would and steal And I'm not a... even sure where he's looking. He looks kind of like Giovanni Ribisi if you like white trashed him up and made him look like a. Yeah. I would love to see. He was in some kind of a. Worse than my name is Earl. I yeah. want to see him smile. I want to see how many teeth are missing. Yeah. I bet, you it, can count yeah. I bet you can count all of his teeth on one hand. So Dustin yeah. Allen Bushnell of. Age 30 of Burbank was arrested Tuesday on a charge of possession of stolen property. Uh, Detective Julie Lee had been investigating reports that stolen catalytic converters late last month, and that case led her to the home of Bushnell. That's crackheads. You're cutting out catalytic converters. You're crackheads. Oh, yeah. Lee, with the help of other detectives, executed a search warrant of Bushnell's home and found a gigantic slide as well as catalytic converters. Police said the slide had been taken from a playground in December. Police said the slide had been repainted, sawed off at the top, and mounted to a bunk bed. Pasco police arrived on the scene and recovered the slide. Bushnell was arrested and booked into the Walla Walla County Jail on a charge on a charge of possessing stolen property. (laughs) He has not yet been charged with stealing catalytic converters. An investigation is ongoing. So, So, two things in this story we need to applaud. A, the sturdiness of that bunk bed to hold up to a 400-pound slide. Correct. Yeah. And B, the sturdiness of that double wide to hold up to a 400-pound slide. Correct. (laughs) That's where I was confused. I'm like, dude, you're in a double wide? A bunk bed and a double wide. And then you got a four. How big is this fucking slide? And I'll even go one step further. The third thing is, dude, kudos to you for dragging a 400-pound fucking slide halfway across town. Getting it through the door of the double wide. Yeah, no shit. Listen, my dad's done some dumb shit for me. I don't think he'd go that far. He didn't steal a slide for you? Here's the other thing, too. Why'd you prosecute him for the slide? Well, then he's not a good father. Ooh. This guy is. Right. That's true. (laughs) We'll get into some of the other shit later, but... (laughs) Um, Thank you. But I... Why the hell did they prosecute him for the fucking slide before the catalytic converters? I don't know. This does taste a little different. I told you. Clay told you. It looks like a knee high. We to- we we try to lie to you on a regular basis because we want to see your face. Yeah. Are you talking about like the, the orange sodas? Yeah. Oh. Oh, you want a great knee high? Knee high or Fanta or... I was a sun-kissed guy. What's the other? Slice? Sun-kissed. Yeah, is, sun-kissed I'm with you. Guy. Sun-kissed. I mean, we all have Our preferences, dude. Yeah. I mean, nobody's perfect. I mean, Do they still make knee high? I think so. Like, yeah, you can go to like... um. I think it's in those like uh, off the wall convenience stores. You can only get it at. Yeah, I saw them somewhere because I saw the grape knee highs. Doesn't somewhere. Big T's over off of sixty one? I Probably. think they have them, dude. Those guys have everything. You can grape. buy a bong white T shirt, some off brand Nikes, micro brew beers by the fucking four pack. I mean, like it, it's one of those like little Juan Habib stop and shops that has everything when you walk through the door. Were you with me when I went to the? Uh the old head shop and we went in there and I told him I wanted to buy the bong and then they told me they couldn't sell it because I said the word bong. Yep. It's a water pipe, sir. He was like, yeah, the word Seriously? bong uh, makes it illegal. Implies or that you're going to use marijuana out of it. And now I'm not legally allowed to sell it to you. Yeah. We want like, dude. and I was like, well, fuck. Well, since you're not selling it to me, yes, I was going to use it for marijuana. Yeah. <laughs> we walked into a head shop and I said, I want that ice bong right there. Lady goes, all right, that'll be 50 bucks. Yeah. It, I'm like, dude, you there have you a go. fucking Jimi Hendrix tapestry hanging on the wall. Everything in here is tie-dyed and has some kind of tie into the Grateful Dead. You have 97 
water pipes or whatever the fuck you want to call them in here. The place reeks of Nag Champa. To be fair, like, this was literally 20 years ago. So Yeah, it was a while ago. <laughs> yeah. well, my, my favorite thing is you go in there too and the, they buy the grinders. Yeah. Yeah. Those are tobacco. No, no, not. it's not. No, no like, it's not. Yeah. You can only sugarcoat a turd so much. Here's the problem. This is marijuana stuff. The the act of buying something like that is not illegal. It's what you put in it. So yeah. who gives a fuck what you call it? They're like, yeah, I'd like to get one of those bongs. Okay, cool. That's fine. I can sell you a bong all day long. I should be able to sell you a bong all day long. If you get caught smoking something illegal out of it, well, then that's on you. Hey, so since this subject came up yeah. talking about my dad not being a good father, he helped mm-hmm. us lathe a bong out of cedar wood. So no, he didn't help us steal a f- slide. <laughs> he helped us do drugs. <laughs> you turning a corner now. <laughs> what, he, what? It was also meant to be a joke. I don't know your dad. <laughs> he, he's a good man. Yeah, I do know Tr- his dad. Trout's a good man. Yeah, but so there. There's your uh, rebuttal to my dad not being a good man. I think I did meet your parents once, didn't I? You did. I saw the movie at the pool. Probably yes. They were at the pool. I'm sure we. Yeah, Trout all... was probably in jean shorts with his Jerusalem cruisers on. Yeah, drinking bush. <laughs> he likes bush beer. No, no he just no, likes anything no. in a can. Anything, or he just likes bush. Anything that's well, anything that's in a fifteen beach. pack and under fifteen dollars. <laughs> Yeah. He's on board. Yeah. Bush nice. ice, natty ice, whatever. Yeah. As long as and it's you're cheap. like a beer connoisseur. What's that all about? We can't all be perfect, Brian. No, no, no. I'm just saying it's funny. Like he's it's because he's he, he doesn't give a shit what he's drinking, and you're yeah. like a connoisseur of beer. Well, you know, I may have married a woman that brought in a lot of she opened overseas your eyes to a beer. Lot of going, yeah. yeah, holy shit! There's something else other than Bud Light and PBR out there. Yeah. So before you were with her, you were not a beer connoisseur. Hell no. Give me a Bud Light or a PBR and I'm good. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I didn't know that. I told Clay when he first met his wife, I'm like, that's what we in the industry like to refer to as a keeper. She's like 10 years older than him. Yeah. Had her own house, had her own car, had her own career. Part of her career was dealing with lots of, of imported beers and stuff like that. So yeah, they always had a pantry closet full yeah. Of all kinds of damn, you know, craft beers and imported beers and all that other kind of good shit. I'm like, she literally doesn't need you for anything. No. She just lets you move Except your tool. that dick. Yeah. She just lets you there, move- are, there are certain things. <laughs> yeah, she just lets you move your toolbox and your penis into her house. Like that, <laughs> That's all that happened. Funny story was the toolbox first. Yeah. <laughs> and you had that little, sh- and you had your shitbird dog too, did, didn't you? Uh, didn't you have him at the time? He kind of came as a package deal, yeah. but yeah. minor just details. Bring your box and your dick yeah that's all i need that's it that's uh, for the first and you seven can park months, it in my all, garage <laughs> for, the fir- for the first seven, i had a big garage for, for the first several months that's all it was and then i had a birthday and my parents gave me moving boxes yeah. for my birthday and go. told me to get the fuck out i hope you got a big trunk something will bike in it oh. <laughs> <laughs> well no. i think that's the end of the news <laughs> all right Okay. The news is over. Yeah, that's right. This round of competition is over. Over. <laughs> I started watching so that to him. at work yesterday. Did you? I got yes. re-addicted to the show, dude. Was it from our last yes. episode? Yes. yes. I was perusing I YouTube great, on my dude. lunch break. And Chris it was, and I both love it. It was yeah. the top 20 worst weapons. And the, oh, first, really? the first one was... Uh, 
a claymore or a two-handed or something. Yeah. And he swung it, hit a pig carcass, and it shattered into about five different pieces. And they're like, yeah, because you had catastrophic failure, we can't test this anymore. Yeah. The other guy wins. <laughs> well, and that's, so every time yeah, I- Yeah, sometimes that happens. Every time like, I watch those, I right? I see the rest. Is it always reminds me of that infomercial where the dude's testing out the knives? Every time I see them in slow motion, go to go hit the uh, a mailbox or something, and I see the blades like, Odell! Oh, Odell! 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 He's testing out like a samurai sword. And he's like, this thing's real sturdy. And he bounces it on the table. The whole blade comes off the handle and pokes him in the gut. He's like, oh, oh. Uh oh, and he lays down. You can't see him on screen anymore. He's like, Odell, oh, Odell. <laughs> is that the same dude? Is that um Diamond Dave or whatever that does the ninja stars? No, this no. is different, dude. These are two like hillbilly, hillbilly ninja, yeah, hillbilly ninja where he throws the damn can like of dip a Judy as a chop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he throws a can of dip as a ninja star. Yeah, that one, that guy's funny too. No, I, I, I have you ever seen the one on the ladder? It's yeah. also an infomercial. Oh the whole great. ladder collapses on the guy. Yeah. He's climbing up this ladder in some studio set on this little wall that's probably not even a real wall. And he's talking about how easy it is. It's one of those like big bin ladders that you can change multiple oh, different yeah, the, like, A frame the, uh, to gorilla ladder. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. So when really you'd just be better off with a damn what's the one that folds up and like every contractor has them on their truck. Yeah. The uh I have the worm version. Of, yeah, the little giant. Yeah. Better off buying one of those. Those are great ladders, but this guy's selling some knockoff weird thing. <laughs> and he ate shit. He did. He just <laughs> fell right off of it. Boom. <laughs> he's like, this thing's so easy and it's sturdy. And he gets like eight rungs up, dude. And he's got this thing in this weird like Z formation and it just kaboom. <laughs> and he just right to the ground. I love those I mean, bloopers. Dude, yeah. the best thing is watching somebody fall off a ladder. Because, yeah, unless it's be, yourself. Just anybody eating shit is just oh, funny yeah, to me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the lady with the grapes. <clears throat> you ever seen the lady stomping grapes? Mm -mm. No. Oh man, they're up on this like platform thing, and the one lady—it's like some newscaster person. They're doing like a live remote thing somewhere, and she's showing her how they make wine. And they're in this little tub, and they're both standing there barefoot, and they're stomping grapes. And the lady's like—I don't know what happened, but she's stomping, and all of a sudden she like swings her arms. She's like, oh, oh. And then she falls, and she makes the most god-awful noise I've ever heard in my life. She's like, oh, 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 and I'm like, what is happening right now? And they cut back, and they're like, oh, God, I hope she's okay. All right, well, we'll be back with the weather. It's really funny. I think my favorite news blooper is the uh, black dude, and he's out there, he's like, we're here right now in uh, some Mississippi, <laughs> and a fly flies in my thinking, God damn, this country ass hit motherfucking town. Flies flying in my mouth to chill. Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm like, well, you just changed your entire voice and attitude and everything. Good for you. you totally got rid of news voice. <laughs> or the dude that this delivered. This fucking crack ass town. This crack ass town. Or what happened to the uh, uh, the black newscaster where they had like a jack hand or something like that, and the, the lizard jumped on the show and was like, <laughs> <laughs> so I've worked in the news industry a little bit coming out of college. Yeah. And I have to say, TV personalities, as what their personalities are on camera. Totally different. Totally oh, different. They're all talking heads, I man. Mean, yeah. It is terrible. Listening to them on camera and then listening to them on, like, just in the set, you're like, yeah. There's no way in hell you were the same. It's person. like somebody taught them how to talk yeah. without any kind of an accent. Right. 
Well, yeah. and those and, are the ones I hate. The guys are like, and now coming to you live from downtown Charlotte, North Carolina. And it's like, why are you making up that voice? Yeah. Like you can just talk normal. It's okay to have an accent and to have a dialect and, you know, but yeah, they all, they all put on this. Yeah. I'm not going to say which news station it is, but there may be an anchor at a news station that if he talked in his normal voice, their ratings would be zero because mm. it's, it's whiny. And he does that. He gets that deep. Hi, I am blah, 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 blah for news channel, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, yeah. Dude, just talk normal. Hmm, yeah. Don't Chris and I know a newscaster it. that is a lot more flamboyant in real life than he is on the air. Yes, he is. Yes, sir. <laughs> Way. Sometimes you just got to cover some yeah. stuff up. Yeah. He also has a giant bald spot he fucking hides on the news, yeah. too. So nice guy. Great dude. <laughs> but that's my thing. It's like, just be yourself, man. Like, you become more relatable to the people that watch the, the broadcast. You know what I'm saying? Like, if they're like, oh, my God, this guy's got a little bit more of a country accent. He's just kind of fun to listen to. Or, hey, you know, this guy's from, you know, everybody sounds like they're from fucking Ohio. When you think about like, it, like yeah. Charlie Hall. That's yeah. why everybody loved him at Channel 5. Right. That's he why they was, named a street after him. He was who he was. Yeah. yeah. He would say it how it was. And if he offended anybody. I like Bill Sharp. Oh, well. I don't care for Bill Sharp. No, yeah, I'm not so. a big Bill Sharp guy. I don't know I don't why. Like guy. I don't know why I've never cared for him. He he's seems never like a nice guy. He's never personally done anything to me. I yeah. just don't care. I miss Nina Sossaman. Oh yeah, she was an Olympic gymnast. And Nina Sossaman was my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, why are you watching the news in your room with the door closed? Yeah. <laughs> Cleaning my room, mom. <laughs> why is the vacuum cleaner running? Yeah. Didn't she run over Dean Stevens? Kid in the driveway. I, I was going to bring that up, but I didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. Yeah. I mean, I think the kid survived. I don't think you know. Yeah, but... I'm pretty sure he survived. But yes, I'm. I'm pretty sure yeah. it was a news anchor on news anchor correct. crime. Yeah. She doesn't work there anymore, but he's still on the news. Did they report it? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that'd be terrible, wouldn't it? And in other news tonight, <laughs> coming to you live from my driveway. <laughs> My kid just drove off in the We're live on the scene where our anchor yeah. ran over our sportscaster's <laughs> child. I, I, I imagine they didn't talk about it that on that channel. Just goes to prove to you that women are the live worst. Live five drivers. was all over that shit. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we get a chance to Guess shit what on happened news on too? channel two. Yeah. <laughs> you guys aren't going to believe this. Channel five, channel four, 24, yeah. ate it up. Yeah. yeah. And in all honesty, we don't know if that's exactly what happened. That's right. what we heard. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. That yeah. was so, a rumor, and I'm not sure if there's right. any truth to it or not. It's what the news reported. I don't yeah. even know if we remember it correctly. <laughs> Just, yeah. No, because when you said that, I thought about that, and I was yeah. like... Was that the? Was she the one? I, I heard that. I just remember when she came to our high school to do like some kind of pep rally talk or something like that, and she couldn't say anything because all the guys were just oh yeah, she was hot, hooping and hollering and showing yeah. their fucking ass, and they could not get the guys calmed down and quiet enough for her to like leech out a single word that actually came through on the microphone. So like after three and a half minutes of standing up there, she just left. So. There's one that uh, I got a buddy, Adam, and he's in love with her, and I can't remember her name. Lisa Weisman. She's not an anchor. She's one of the, like, the on-scene reporters. Is she local? Yeah. I think she's on, she might be on News 2. I'm not sure. Okay. She is hot. Yeah, okay. She's very good looking. Yeah. yeah he's like, oh, I love her. Like, Can you be like a three and be a news anchor? 
Uh, if, if you're, you're a guy, guy yes. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, think about okay. it, dude. I mean, you, you get. But I mean, you could, because I mean, there's some that I've seen that are not lookers at all. You get Josh Mathers, who does like the news for Channel Two in the morning. He looks like Tweedledee and Tweedledum from fucking Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> Great dude, but it looks like Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Like, but who's, who's the one on Channel Four? Who's the one that does the news for or the weather for Channel Four? Uh, is um, it girl or? No, it's the guy. I don't know. He's he's a chode. I've seen him in public before. Absolute chode. I yeah. mean, he's just he he's a pompous ass in public. We're we're strictly news too in my house. That's it. I know Bill Walsh is really tiny. Yeah, he yeah. looks like Howdy Doody. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, but he's like he's five cool, foot but four. He, he's very short. I didn't yeah. realize he was that short. Yeah, I think when I was a kid, when I was in the Boy Scouts, we went to um some field trip. At the news station, kind of thing. No, a field trip. We were yeah. in school, but you know what I mean. Like we went on a little excursion to this news yeah. station, and they said that Bill Walsh had to sit on a phone book, yeah, to get his head level with the other anchors at the desk. Like we sat that. there. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah, I could too. Because he, he's definitely a short guy. He's a tiny fella. They're all. They all seem pretty cool, though. Most of them. Yeah. Okay. So, I guess, uh, next we'll do a Watch This. Watch This. All right. So, this week, there's two of them I want to talk about. Uh, I don't know if you've seen either one of these, Chris, but uh, the first Watch This uh, is called Made You Look. And it was a Netflix documentary that I watched. It was really cool. Uh, I don't typically watch documentaries like this, but every now and then I'll see something and I'll, you know how it just automatically plays previews and you're like, well, now I got to watch it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, Made You Look is this documentary about like the biggest art forgery ever. Okay. And uh, I guess they forged, it was like something like $80 million worth of paintings. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, but they, there's this, uh, there was this art dealer company in like New York and they were like the largest art dealer in New York. And they, the lady who was running the place met some lady who came in there one day and was like, I have a painting from, I think it was Jackson Pollock and it was like an original, right? Yeah. And she looks at this thing and she was like, oh my God, if this is original, this is amazing, blah, blah, blah. And um, the lady had him in the trunk of her car. Now the whole documentary, these guys who are like in the know, in the art community are like, that should have been a red flag to this lady. And it wasn't. She is a very prestigious art dealer. She should have known like, what's the deal with this? And I guess, I didn't realize, but art pieces have like... Basically to what equates to like a pedigree. Right. I don't remember the name of it. There's a different name for it. But what it is, is it it documents all the times it's transferred hands and where it came from all the way back to its origination, I guess. And so this lady starts selling these paintings to this art dealer and they end up... uh, getting all these pieces of art and selling them for millions and millions of dollars at auctions and all kinds of stuff. Uh Oh, and then come to find out there was one that 
I guess somebody thought looked suspicious and they started looking more into it and found out that it was not what they thought it was. And from what people were trying to say in this documentary, it seemed like she was still trying to sell these even after she knew they were fake. Right. Um, She's got to get a return on her investment. Right. And so it turned into this big scandal and everything, but they ended up, it was all of these paintings were from one guy. And this one guy learned how to paint in the style of like all these different artists. Jesus. And was able to fool everybody in the art community, basically, until they looked into the actual like materials that were being used for the paintings. Like they had to do like really deep investigations into these paintings to figure out that they were forgeries. Right. Switch so like obviously this guy was super talented that he could paint these things exactly in the style of these different artists. Um now granted they were all uh they were all whatever that style is that's like where you look at it and you're like, okay, it's two squares. I don't really understand what that right. is. Yeah. Um what's the name? Abstract, I guess. Yeah. They were like some kind of abstract thing. But I'm not in the art community. I would, I guess, if we had Josh here. He might be able to explain some things better because I know he's an art guy. But yeah. Um, well, this will give him a chance to watch the documentary and then come yeah. back and explain some things. Speaking but, of that, did you see just happened recently? One of the Banksy pictures sold at an auction house. Uh huh. As soon as the gavel hit, mm-hmm. and the auctioneer said sold, the painting. Oh shredded yeah, yeah went through a shredder. Itself. Yeah, yeah, that's in this documentary that we watched. Uh, actually, we, we talked about it. What yeah. was that documentary? I can't remember what the name of that documentary was because I saw that one too. That's also on Netflix because I watched that documentary. I said, "Dude, you got to be shitting me." That's yeah, awesome. Banksy uh, and the Rise of Outlaw Art. That's the name of it. My wife just told me about it, and I pulled up the video, and I mean, literally, as yeah. soon as that gavel yeah, it drops hits, through the frame, and it's like, oh did, my did god! Did you hear what happened after that? It probably went for twice it sold as much. For three times more than what it was worth yeah. before. That's actually it's what amazing. Mia said. She was like, I wonder if the seller turned right around, put it back on the auction block yep. and said, hey, there's a $1.4 million reserve on it. Yeah. When it exceeds that, go ahead and sell it. I it think it's great they caught trouble. that on film. Yeah. Happening. Yeah. Which makes, which makes you think he was there. Oh, I'm sure he was. Yeah. And he's the one that, you know, had the little button that went. And there you go. I mean, if you watch... The documentary about him, like, he's not some mysterious guy that nobody knows. Like, people know who Banksy is. I don't know the guy's name. I can't remember. But it's not like um, he's so, he's not like Buckethead. Like, nobody knows who the hell right, Buckethead yeah, is, yeah, right? Yeah. He's not like that. Like, people like you and I don't know him, but people in the art community know exactly who he is. Like, yeah. they know his name. They know who he is. He's been around for a long time, and a lot of people... In this documentary we were talking about, they they talk about growing up with him and the shit that he used to paint and the stuff he did and how he became like kind of like the political painter that he is or the political artist that he is now, like where every painting or everything he does is like some kind of a political statement. I mean, that picture um, that shredded. I mean, don't get me wrong, like it was it was cool. Like it was. Look at my pillows; those are both Banksy paintings. Are they really? Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, I think Banksy's cool, man. Um, I just learned about him yeah. from the podcast. When y'all started talking about him the first time, I was like, who the hell is this guy? Yeah. 
he does some good stuff. Yeah, it's cool. I stuff. mean, I, I can't I can't argue with it. Like, I don't know a whole lot about art, but I know his shit's pretty cool. Yeah, it's well. That's the thing is, art's so subjective anyway. Like, I can look at a painting and be like, "This is amazing," and you can look at it and be like, "That's a pile of shit." I don't know what the fuck that is. It's two lines, right? Different colors, right? I, 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 how does that sell for three million dollars? Well, that's what this documentary is about. Was telling Chris um, while well, he ran in a restroom just now, but the there was I forgot the name of the artist, but. A lot of his paintings are literally uh, one colored square on top of another colored square. And he's some amazing abstract artist. And I'm looking at these paintings and I'm like, what the fuck is this? I don't understand why this is so valuable. But I think a lot of the art community, it's like whatever they decide is valuable is now valuable. It's That's not it. like it's, it's because it's, it's amazing. You they know? look at it after doing a bump of cocaine and go, oh, yeah. it's transcendent. That's what I'm seeing. I mean, and we've talked about it before, but like these paintings on the walls, like to me, that's art. Yeah. Somebody that could paint that so accurately and it looks like these people, like that's art to me. But if you took a square on top of a square and one's yellow and one's red, I'm like, I don't really understand how this is yeah. art. I don't get it. But like you said, it's subjective, so... If somebody thinks it's amazing, then that's cool. Yeah, I mean, but it's I'm also cool you look it, how whatever. many people don't think tattoo artists are artists. That's complete bullshit. It's horseshit. They absolutely yeah. are. Yeah. You can take something and put it on a person that will be on them forever and make it look good. Yeah. You're an artist in my book. Absolutely. And it's that's art. the reason why I'm going to pay you an exorbitant amount of money to do it. Right. Yeah. yeah. So Definitely. I don't see how you look at two squares on a canvas and go, God, that's got to be worth at least $6 million. No. And you look at somebody who did, you know, the cross on my arm, Chris's tattoos, your tattoos, and go, you charged how much for that? No, fuck you. Right. I'd rather pay those $5 million for this than the $5 million for that. Right. Yeah. I, so, can, I can draw a fucking square. Yeah, no shit. Right. <laughs> yeah. Helps. I mean, you look at all of Jackson Pollock's paintings, and I'm not putting the guy down. Great artist, I guess. But if you look at his paintings, you're like, okay, this is just like, he splattered paint everywhere. I don't understand how this right. is like. Well, it's like, I'm looking I at some, get it. you look at some of the shit now in the cardboard box that my daughter draws on at two years old. Yeah. I saw something similar to that sell for about, you know, a million and a half. Yeah. I'm figuring I got about yeah. 500000 in the bank right you now. You just got to market it better, man. It's all about marketing. It like, is because uh, the one thing I will say is at least like Jackson Pollock and these other people, these artists, these abstract artists, at least they're painting a painting. Now yeah. it's like some of these art exhibits, you're like, that is not fucking art. I'm right. sorry. Like what you have hanging on the wall, like what was the thing that we were talking about where the guy just set his glasses in the floor and they yeah. thought it was an art piece? Yeah. I'm like, when you get to the point where somebody sets their glasses in the floor and everybody whoops, gathers around it like it's a piece of art, art is kind of turning into shit. Right, yeah, yeah. Like, that's garbage. Yeah, we've turned a corner, yeah. Yeah. I don't understand, like, but whatever. I don't care. Yeah. I'm not in the art world, so I really don't care what they do. I don't care if they spend $30 million on a pair of glasses or whatever. Right. <laughs> like they no, do. It's I, your $30 million. Yeah. I go to the at-home store, spend thirty nine ninety nine on a painting I think's cool. Damn right. Put it on my wall and... You know who I think's a great artist? Never got enough credit from the art world. Thomas Kincaid. That dude could paint some shit, man. <laughs> the painter of light. 
Did you ever seen Thomas Kincaid painting? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, man. Yeah. He painted yeah. some cool shit. Yeah. Who's uh, Jim Booth? Great artist. Yeah. I love his paintings. Yeah. Is his still, does he still have a gallery here? Uh, I think so. Or did it finally close? I don't know. I know you can get all this shit from like Southeastern and stuff, but I don't know. Because I know he had does. over on James Island. Yeah. He yeah, had painted a gallery. some cool lighthouses and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. But, you know, instead we want two squares. Right. That's cool. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah. Anyway, it was a cool documentary. It was very interesting. And then the other documentary I wanted to talk about, it's, uh, I think, a four-part series. And if you guys have been on Netflix lately, I'm sure it popped up on your Netflix, but it's called Murder Among the Mormons. Yeah, I haven't watched that yet. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. A lot of shit going on in the Mormon church I did not know about. Why are you but, looking at me like that, Chris? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I may have family that's Mormons. It's kind of <laughs> funny to me. Yeah, well, they might know the story of all this then, but this guy... I'm not going to incriminate him. There was some some crazy shit going down with uh, some alternate stories to the uh, traditional Mormon... Book of Mormon uh, in their Bible. Um, there was a, a, like an origin story of the uh, Mormon church that completely conflicts with what they've traditionally said. Mm -hmm. And there was this guy who kept getting different, finding all these different things, these letters and documents and things that were alternative to what we traditionally understand to be the history of the Mormon church. And uh, it was pretty interesting, uh, but some shit went down and then people started dying because of this stuff that he found out. And uh, it's a very, it was a pretty wild documentary. I don't know that much about the Mormon church. Uh, I dated a Mormon girl one time and uh, mm -hmm. they weren't very religious, so I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, you remember her. I do. Depends on what part of the Mormon church you're in, is whether or not you're, how religious you are. Oh, really? Yeah, so. Well, it's kind of like Jewish folks. Like, I know like 18 different Jewish people, and they were all on completely different levels of Judaism, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, so. Well, the, the documents this guy supposedly found were, a lot of them were conflicting with like the original story of Joseph Smith. And one of them, I guess, the original story of Joseph Smith was uh, being uh, was meeting an angel, and the angel tells him about the gold tablets. That's right. John Smith was Pocahontas. Joseph Smith was the one. That had the Book of Mormon written on him, and he translated them. But then there's this alternative story that somebody found in this document that it was not an angel. It was a white salamander. And somehow that turn the Mormon church on its head. Just like, a white lizard. Yeah, some kind of salamander. They called it the salamander letter. And there was a letter written and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I don't want to tell the whole documentary, but it was, uh, I guess there was some things that people didn't want coming out or somebody didn't want coming out. And so there started being some, uh, some murders. And... It's a very interesting documentary. If you guys haven't watched it or if you've seen it recently, because I think it just came out on Netflix. If you've seen it come up, just give it a watch because it's not that long. I think it's four parts. It's enough. You can watch it in like two nights and be done with it. And uh, But it's, pre it's pretty interesting. 
Nice. You might find it very interesting if you have a lot of Mormon family. I'm going to definitely have to check that out. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Check that out before they get here in uh, May and then start asking some questions. Yeah. You'll be like, what? Grab me another one of them chauffeur Listen here, relatives. Before we do our top five. You want that in a can or a bottle, sir? Uh, A bottle will work. It's fine. Even though I'm going to end up breaking my finger open to these fucking things. Yeah, I guess Jesus came to America. I don't know. Yeah, he did. You didn't know that? I guess. Is that what the Neil Diamond song's about? They come to America. (laughs) That one? (laughs) I was going to ask if he came with Eddie Murphy, but all right. Yeah. That's a good movie. Aren't they making a two? It's already already been released, apparently. It's already out? Yeah. Is it really? No shit. It was like, it's like a straight to like HBO Max, like Netflix kind of thing. You know, because you can't go see movies now. No. I heard that's illegal. Yeah. Yeah. Stop the spread. Yeah. Well, you know, what's funny is all this, uh, all this stuff you hear about, and I don't want to get too far into COVID, but it's around us. Um, It's everywhere. But this idea that if we behave really good, we might be able to have a 4th of July get together. And I'm like... Yeah, we had a 4th of July get together last 4th of July. I don't need permission to have people around. Sorry. Not not only did we meet with people that you weren't supposed to be meeting, but we also shut off fireworks in a part of town you're not supposed to shoot off fireworks. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we were breaking at least... 10, 15 laws. Right. I don't give a fuck. And moving forward, any holiday we hang out together where we can shoot off fireworks, you and I are in charge of the fireworks. Our fireworks for New Year's were way better than the ones Karen and Aaron came home with July 4th. <laughs> and I think we spent less money. Need something to go boom. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Some screaming mamies. Whistling buttholes. <laughs> the hoosker do's. And the hoosker, hoosker don'ts. don'ts. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell? Mostly snakes and sparklers. I get the good stuff. Not about you. About the consumer. (laughs) That is a great movie, dude. Yeah. That is the only movie I like David Spade in. He's good as like the straight man with like Chris Farley. You mean the only lead role he ever had? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't, I didn't like him in anything other than. Uh, I think I'll agree with you there. Yeah. I can't think of another good. Well, what else has he been a lead in? Well, he was in that one where he was like the child star. Oh, Dickie uh, Roberts? Yeah, Dickie, Dickie Roberts. Roberts. It's actually called Dickie Roberts Child Star. Yeah, that was yeah. stupid. Um, Not a good movie. He's in another movie that came out like last year. It was like a Netflix release where he's like uh, dating some chick and she turns out to be a psycho and he's in like a sandals resort with her. And then come to find out he ends up falling in love with her because she really is the perfect person for him. And like, it, uh, no, he's just one terrible. Of, he's just one of the actors that's a good supporting role. Yeah. yeah. And then Joe Dirt, I think, is just him. Did you see Joe Dirt 2? No. That is fucking garbage. I'm I like, it, you should have never made number two. Most of them are garbage. Yeah. It's like watching Varsity Blues 2. Yeah. yeah. Just There was shit. a second Varsity Blues? Uh, yes. I didn't even know that. Me either. I made it through Joe Dirt 2 um, when he was sitting through the bench and they were doing like the Forrest Gump fucking ripoff. Yeah. That's like the opening scene. Yeah. And I was like, mm-hmm. nope. Can't I can't can't bring myself to do it, man. Dude, don't fuck with it. It was good. Right. Quit tinkering with stuff. Just make something new. Right. No, can't. Why do we have to make sequels to Holly- stuff that's classic? Hollywood's run out of ideas in there. Anchorman two wasn't funny either. No, Anchorman two was terrible. Then it did that weird like lighthouse twist where you had like the fighting sharks like in the water and shit. And I'm like, where? How did we get to the the island? Yeah, I don't know. With the 
the um, whole thing was insane. I'm like, those are classics. Please don't fuck with them. Right. Uh, I mean, I don't. I'm. I would imagine if they make it like a Step Brothers two, it would suck too. I would not watch it. Now I haven't seen Zombieland two, so I, I don't. I haven't seen that, but I do want to see it because I don't think Zombieland was so great and over the top that it would be ruined by like a second in a franchise. But that's the reason I haven't watched Super Troopers two. Yeah, I don't. I refuse to do that because I think well, it would ruin not the all first sequels one. suck. No, some sequels are great. We did a top five. There's a lot of sequels yeah. that are way better than the first. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I would be scared to watch like Super Troopers two. Super like, Troopers one was just yeah the perfect amount where it's like okay yeah Terminator two comedies, way better than Terminator comedies. It's really hard to make a sequel that's as good as the original. That's very true. Other types of movies, I think it's easier. But will you think about it if they tried to make like a beer fest too? Yeah, there's no well, way. Didn't you, they, don't they do the teaser at the end of they it? They do weed the fest? teaser for Weed yeah. Fest with Willie Nelson, but they never went follow they never through did with it. it. But I wish they think, had. You think if they try and do a beer fest too, what new are you going to come up with? Right. You're not. It's going to be the same regurgitated material. There's like, hey, we'll try it again. So you know, we'll throw it against the wall and see what sticks. Yeah, yeah. That's why I don't like. Imagine that shit. if they tried to make like a second Big Lebowski. No I way. God awful. No way. It would suck. Yeah, it'd be terrible. But then you get like Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters Two. I like both of the. Go- I hate the. I hate the new one. There are exceptions. I hate the new okay, one. Okay, that the one girls. shouldn't even have been made. But they're making another one. No. About no, no. It's with the kids. It's got the kid from fucking um, it and um, Stranger Things, and it's about Egon's grandkid that finds the Ecto One and all of his shit like in the basement, and the kids like awaken something. Huh. Interesting. And they're gonna bring back a lot we'll of the original cast. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd watch that one, but you're the. I'd check it out. The Chick Ghostbusters movie they did, I was like, oh. Awful. And I was actually kind of pissed off at Bill Murray as much as I like Bill Murray. And he's kind of like a local celeb here. It's, it's like, dude, like, I get it. Like, you were a Ghostbuster, but there's some shit you should just say no to. Like, yeah. His cameo in that, I was like, ew, man. Like, yeah, I feel like he gets called enough for movies that he doesn't need to do this weird Ghostbusters thing. Right. Do you know that he's actually like a really good golfer? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Like he, he goes out to the Pebble Beach Pro-Am and like places yeah. and shit like that. I yeah. mean, it's like, it's like one of, I think it's his favorite pastime. And, and the best golfing. part is he goes out there and talks shit with the crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, watching him on the golf course, talk shit to the crowd. Bill Murray don't give a fuck. Funny guy. He, he's, he's pretty good. Almost. There was a story I heard where he, uh, Somebody told it. I don't remember where it was. It, maybe it was on the internet. I just read it. But somebody said that they were in a restaurant and Bill Murray walked in and they had French fries sitting there and he picked up one of the fries like right off their plate, ate it, and then looked at him and went, nobody's ever going to believe you. And then he walked off. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and you're right. No one would ever believe you. Yeah. I'm sure there's so many stories like that going around though. We ran into him at Taco Boy that he, night. Yeah. Were you with us? Yeah, he was there. Yeah. Uh, he, he was at the next table over. We were like, is that one Bill of the guys, Murray? He almost hit one of the guys I was working with downtown with his Mercedes. Yeah. Didn't we were, he crash a wedding and give a speech down here one day? Yeah, because like Halls is like his place to hang out. So he crashed the bachelor party. Yeah. And they jokingly invited him to the wedding the next day. And, and he, he came. showed up to yeah. the fucking wedding. What, what do you had think the was going to happen? Yeah, had the best man sit down and he did the... The best man speech. So, 
How do you give a speech about somebody you've never met? It's Bill Murray. You're Bill Murray. Who gives a fuck? Who I the hell really. cares? Yeah. He just knows how to talk. He could say the absolute garbage shit about you. Let's get him on the show. He jumped, he jumped behind a bar um, and was bartending in place of the bartender because they were super busy. And people were ordering all kinds of drinks. And it didn't matter what you ordered. You got a shot of tequila. Yeah. So you'd be like, hey, can I get a Miller Lite? And he'd be like, yeah, here you go. And he'd pour you up a shot of tequila and throw it across the bar. <laughs> I was like, all right, fucking cool. Whatever. So, Everybody loves that guy. Yeah. He's funny. I think it's because he's got just such a I don't give a fuck attitude. He definitely does. You know, so, yeah. I don't know. Well, you guys want to do our top five? Sure. Sounds good. All right. Top five. Top five. All right. Our top five tonight is, or today, whenever you're listening. Yeah. Maybe it's this morning. Maybe it's, um, yeah, this afternoon. It's one Chris came up with. Maybe you're taking a nice, pleasant dookie. And yeah, just, maybe you're listening to this on the can. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Chris came up with this uh, in in honor of St. Patrick's Day. We're going to do our top five dumbest holiday traditions. And Chris, you said you had some that were dumb and some, what was it? No, Clay. Clay said he had some I think that he I, likes I, and some I, that he hates. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's cool. I, I want a mixed bag just for the hell of it. Mixed bag. All right, all, that's all, fine. All minor ones I, I hate for various yeah. different reasons. I've got... I think I've got, what do I have, like nine of them? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I, but, I had a hard time coming up with ones that I hate. Like, yeah. Because my family wasn't huge on tradition come holidays. Like, it was just one of those things that, like, shit just happened. Yeah. Well, they but don't the, have to be hate. They could just well, be I mean, dumbest. Because that's what the, the They don't even have is. to be family traditions, just traditions. So. You could enjoy it and still think it's kind of dumb. Right. You like, know what I mean? Yeah, no, that, no. It, the traditions that we do have are ones that my family had, and they are all ones that I absolutely hate. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll start, right? So my number five is Easter. <laughs> Just in general? <laughs> Just hate Easter. Is it the eggs or the bunny? First of all, bunny rabbits don't lay eggs. Hiding yeah. eggs don't have shit to do with Jesus. Like, Easter's is stupid. Why are we hiding the eggs? Is Jesus coming and he's going to eat all the eggs? I don't know. And then what happens when you find the eggs? How did the eggs candy and the bunny end up together? Right. No, you know what's in eggs? Baby chickens, not baby bunnies, because that's not how fucking nature works. Yeah. And the Easter bunny is the dumbest creep. And this is bad because I have children, and one of my children's too small to know what's going the fuck on. And one of my children is getting to that point where like, ah, in the next year or so, we're going to be like, eh, shit ain't working out. My child told me like two weeks ago at Disney that he doesn't believe in this shit anymore. Right. Here's the problem. If your kid at any age believes the fucking Easter bunny comes in the house and leaves you a basket, your kid's retarded. And that's my kid included. <laughs> that, that's just stupid. I fucking hate everything about Easter. And side note, same thing with the goddamn tooth fairy. Some little creepy little fucking sprite comes swooping into your fucking room when you're sleeping, takes one of your goddamn rotten ass fucking falling out teeth, puts it in its fucking pouch and leaves you money. What the fuck is this little psycho doing with your goddamn teeth? <laughs> Why make, does it have to be when you're sleeping? Brand. I don't know. Fucking, I, I don't. Yeah. So I fucking hate Easter. <clears throat> um, my number four and my number three, I'll tie in together for the same reason. St. Patty's Day. And Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> if you want to drink, drink. Just because May 5th is a reason to drink, leave your fucking sombrero at the house. You're white. 
Just go drink. <laughs> Same thing with St. Patrick's Day. Like, I get you, right? Like, you're Irish. You look Irish. I mean, you're very pale, red hair and facial hair. Yeah. You look like a leprechaun. You should wear green. <laughs> you look like a leprechaun. I'm not. I just want to drink. And you know what? I'll drink Guinness because I like Guinness. I'm going to go, oh, top of the morning to you. Hey, hey. And I've got fucking shamrock sunglasses and shit on going to work. My fucking green beads because you get pinched if you don't wear green. No. If you want to drink on St. Patrick's Day, use it as an excuse to drink. Don't fucking wear green and do all this goofy, happy horse shit. Fuck Cinco de Mayo and St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> Period. I made some shepherd's pie. Yeah. No, I like mashed potatoes and ground beef. You know what I don't like? Ground beef and mashed potatoes together. <laughs> Get it. <laughs> Number two, Flag Day. <laughs> For this reason, why? Why? I don't know. Why does Flag Day exist? To honor the flag. For what fucking reason? Because it's a flag. Just our flag? It's our flag. Don't Just you, the state flag? Don't you honor our flag all the time? Well, is it the state flag? Is it the American flag? Is it we the Confederate flag? Is it Germany's flag? Where did you yes. come from? Is it the state of Ohio? Because more Ohioans live here than fucking South Carolinians now. Like, it's a fucking flag. Fly the goddamn flag all year round. Don't fly it all year round. I don't give a fuck, but don't come around my neighborhood as a real estate agent trying to pimp your fucking shit on flag day and put little American flags in my fucking front yard. This shit is aggravating. I got to go out there and fucking pick it up. <laughs> flag day is stupid. I fucking hate flag day. My number one all-time stupidest fucking shitty-ass holiday tradition, Christmas trees. <laughs> and you got a huge one you put in your fucking house. Just in general. Christmas trees are terrible. First of all, people who know anything about fire at all should tell you that Christmas trees are a terrible idea. So first of all, if you have a wife, unlike my wife, who is not allergic to the fucking earth, and you can have a real Christmas tree in your house, let's cut something down in the woods. My wife can't have them either. Yeah. Same thing. Drag it multiple states away. Put it in your house, which National Lampoon's. Could have fucking mites, chiggers, a squirrel. Who the fuck knows? We're just going to bring this into the house. Yeah, let's put it in here. Then what we're going to do is take this dead piece of nature and string scalding hot lights from it. Have you ever seen how fast a Christmas tree catches on fire? I know you have, Clay. Very fast. Insanely fast. Hey, how can we keep this alive? Put a bowl of sugar water underneath there. <laughs> hey, you know how you get ants in your house? Sugar water. That's how you get ants in your house. Great and idea. It, and it sucks because if you have an artificial tree, now you got to find a way to pack this motherfucker up and hide it for an entire goddamn year. Then you got to argue with your wife. Like, hey, can we please eat some fucking turkey before we put up the goddamn Christmas tree? Can we please acknowledge every fucking holiday through the year? And then you got to fight over which ornaments go where. What looks good here? You got to rearrange the fucking house. You got this 1,200 pound piece of fucking shit that the goddamn lights don't even work on. So now I got to go out and buy $800 worth of regular fucking lights, string it in so it looks like it's the lights on the fucking tree. <laughs> I fucking hate Christmas trees. They're I was going to say that. You know what really sucks? Hanging lights and also pre lit trees. Fuck. They both suck. I hate Christmas if trees. If you get a pre lit tree that lasts more than two years, Good Congratulations. luck. Yeah, yes. here's the problem. You spent $1,200. We just bought on that one piece. this year because the one we bought two years ago didn't work. Right. How much we, did you spend on that Christmas tree two years ago? I bet it was like $600. $150 or oh, something. Oh, that was it? Yeah. You guys got a fucking deal, man. So I get them we, on sale. We actually, yeah. this is the first year we've had a artificial tree. Yeah. Every year, my wife's always had real trees. We go pick them out, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. 
it's nice. It does make the house smell. Didn't have to remember the water, the son of a bitch. Yeah, you know what? Oh, hey, look, the tree's looking brown. No. Put some water in it. No. You know yeah. what else smells really good other than having a real tree in your house? Yankee candle. Yeah. Also, the other thing <laughs> is everything's covered in fucking sap. And then let's say the natural tree thing goes to the wayside and you do the artificial, which we already have said we have an issue with the lights and all that other kind of good shit. You got to right. find a way to pack it up for a fucking year. Yeah. Bring it back out. You know what really makes Christmas trees beautiful on top of having to rearrange all the furniture, hang the lights, fight over the ornaments, have somebody going, oh, is the angel straight? No, a little to the left. Oh, no, back to the right. Oh, my God, Jesus Christ, I'm going to fall off the fucking ladder. It's a goddamn angel straight on top of this fucking tree. Is when you have indoor animals and little fucking mongoloid <laughs> running around the place wanting to touch <laughs> shit and pull shit off and break shit. Fuck. Fuck a Christmas tree. That's I, my I, number one. I fucking hate Christmas. <laughs> I did notice. This, love it. I did notice this year you had a baby gate up all the way around the bottom of your yeah, Christmas tree. Yeah, a little fucking caveman I got. Like you can't even have the Christmas tree look decent. So you get all that aggravation and rearrangement. You're like, okay, well we got to put all the fucking cool shit higher than him. <laughs> yeah. So from fucking two and a half feet down, the tree's just there, not decorated. Right. I'm like, this is stupid. So just put a get a small tree and put it up on top of something. Yeah, but you okay, spend you more, can come over next year and do that. You spend no, more on a damn small tree to do that <laughs> shit than you do on a nine foot tree. No, we yeah. can't get a small tree, Brian. We have giant ceilings in the house. We have to have a tree that touches the <laughs> ceiling, which is forty seven feet high. Fuck, I hate it. You walk yeah. into my house and look at the Christmas tree. It's like you remember the Omni downtown when they used to have all the trees. And oh shit? yeah, and you were like kid. I walk in my house. I'm like, I fucking hate this goddamn Christmas tree. <laughs> you walk yeah. in the house and Christmas sucks. Angel dude. on top with a forty foot extension Swear ladder. God, I'm gonna set that piece of shit on fire in the <laughs> fucking driveway this year. Watch, watch. You live like three houses down. You'll be able to fucking see the smoke from your place. <laughs> if you Jesus Christ, Chris you, actually set that fucking tree on fire. If, if you don't you. fucking call me to drink beer while we're <laughs> my doing family's it, dead. <laughs> <laughs> What happened? I set my tree on fire. <laughs> oh Jesus! Yeah, if you don't call me to drink beer when we when you do that, I don't know if we can be friends after that. I fucking hate it. I mean, damn. Sorry, I didn't mean to go on a tangent, but <laughs> apparently I'm not a fan of anything on my top five. Apparently, we struck a chord. <laughs> All right. Can you see why the tree is my number one? Yep. Had a lot more hot points about that one. What do you got there, Clay? All right. So. <clears throat> Number five is one that I like, and it's one that we've been doing for a while, but it's my mom's New Year's Eve cooking and her Christmas breakfast, because mm-hmm. yeah, she good. goes all out. Yeah. I mean, just the spread, sausage, bacon, everything. Nice. So that's number five. So number four, <laughs> this is one that my wife mentioned, and I think I'm going to throw this in there because of you saying Easter is uh, people that sing happy birthday to Jesus on Christmas. Yeah. Stupid ass. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You know what, you're about six months off. I don't know if you're those people, but if you are, stop. Yeah, I the, agree. The one good thing I will say about Easter, since you brought it up, is the only good thing about Easter is if you have Alzheimer's, you get to hide your own eggs. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> Finding throughout the year. Who? <laughs> There's an egg. I didn't know that was there. So number three, people dressing up for St. Patty's Day just to have another excuse to get shit-faced drunk. There you go. I mean, come on. Testify, brother. Come if on. If you're going to drink, drink. Don't go out looking like a damn idiot. All right. You're going to make yourself a fool anyways. Yeah. yeah. Just go drink. Yeah. I'm with you. No, number- I got to do them with these glasses on. 
<laughs> I can't see straight if I ain't got my clothes on. No, I gotta on. have my green cat in the hat hat. Right. The only thing you dressing up for on St. Patty's Day makes for a good mugshot when your dumbass gets arrested. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're gonna look at you and go, what the fuck were you doing? Right, exactly. That's the only... <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> or you're Grady and you just dress up in a green army man suit. Yeah. So anyway. I fucking hate him. That's Number cool. two is matching sweater Christmas cards. Uh, Absolutely fucking hate getting those. Yeah. You know it's worse? The stupid ass family pajama Christmas cards. Yeah. Yeah. Or, and if you include your dog in it, there's an extra place in hell for you. I'll show you the picture. I'll show you the picture Steve took with his wife and his kid. They're stupid ass matching pajamas. There, there, there's just something about getting a matching sweater fucking Christmas card that just aggravates the piss out of me. Uh, fucking hate you if you do that. The only thing I will say that is good for matching is if you do the Polar, uh, the Polar Express in Bryson City, mm-hmm. where you actually go through and they do like the Polar Express on the train. Yeah. You have to wear matching pajamas up there. I still think that'd be pretty cool to do. Yeah. Because it's an experience. I never saw the Polar Express, so I wouldn't get it. Well, it's not bad. It's not horrible, but it'd be something for the kids. Yeah. Excuse me. Sorry. And then my number one, and my family plays it every year, and it always turns into an absolute shit show, is this game called uh, Mr. and Mrs. Wright that you play on Christmas. And basically, it's everybody has a gift. Uh, and you pass it left or right. Oh, they read the story? Yes. Yes, I've done that before. And it always turns into a shit show. So the, is this? The, if the three of us were doing Christmas, yeah, we'd all have a gift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brian would be reading the story. It's called Mr. and Mrs. Right. It says left, right, left. And every time it says left or right, you have to pass the fucking gift. Yeah. At some point in time, you're going to have somebody goes, hey, can you reread that? Because they didn't fucking hear it. Somebody's going to end up with three goddamn gifts. Yeah. Because they don't listen. And somebody at some point in time is going to fucking ruin the game to the point where you actually have to restart it. And you're three quarters of the way through this damn It's thing. a whole story. So it's, it'd be like, they're not saying like right and left necessarily. Right. Sometimes they're saying like. So Mr. Right walked well, into the door, looked to his left. Right. It's, a, it, or sometimes they'll just say after they left. Yeah. They went right down to the whatever, and you're like, oh, God, right, left, right, left. Yeah. And they read the whole story, and it gets passed so many times. I'm just imagining playing that with my family, and I'd shoot myself. Oh, it, it, uh, two Christmases ago when they started playing it, I actually left the room and just went sat in, in the bathroom. Do they still make cyanide tablets? Because that's what I do. I don't know. My family was like, hey, this Christmas, we're going to play the left, Mr. Right, Mr. Whatever game, I'd be like, okay, I'm just going to keep one. Well, I got a buddy, and we go to his house every year for, it's actually a really awesome Christmas party, but we always play that game. Yeah, Yeah. it it absolutely sucks, because at some point in time, you're going to be going. Then you got to cuss your mom out on Christmas Eve, and Christmas morning's awkward. and Yeah. yeah. How the fuck did I end up with four gifts? What is this bullshit? Yeah, and that's the best part. At the end of it, you end up with like a set of dish towels. Yeah. Yeah. I got four hundred and fifty-seven. And the guy over here got a whole Pepperidge Farm sampler or something cool. Oh God! Yeah, or like, I love those things. Yeah, or then you get the two cousins in the corner. That the one cousin got the Yankee candle that smells like ass hat, and the other one got the Yankee candle that smells like butt fungus. Yeah, yeah. and they're arguing because they want to switch, but then the aunt comes in and goes, "Well, I'm just taking fucking both of them." And it's like, yeah, come on, guys, can yeah. we just stop? 
It's it's absolutely horrible. It sounds terrible. I just like I said, I'm just sitting here like thinking about my family and how we interact and how much of a train wreck that would the, be. Actually, the only thing that makes it better is you if you get the most illiterate asshole in your family to read it. Yeah. Because then at some point in time That'd be my sister. <laughs> <laughs> You said I don't that. read good. Yeah. <laughs> I've told you guys. All right. Well, I guess I'll do mine here. Sure. Okay. So I'll say uh, I've got a bunch of them here. So a couple of them you guys might have touched on. I'll go do my number five is Hoppin' John. Yeah. On uh, New Year's see, Day. I'm going to say fuck you on that one. Why do we need to eat Hoppin' John? Because it's, you delici- don't. Because it's delicious and you I need love to eat it. Hoppin' John. And collards, and if you don't make them with field peas and black eyed peas, they're not real Hoppin' Johns, and that's for luck and that's for money. You never heard the story of Hoppin' John? Yeah, there you yeah. go. No. Whatever. Yeah, I fucking hate that too. That's a stupid. That my mom does that shit. Yeah, no, I'm just gonna say, I'm gonna say fuck both y'all on that. I love Hoppin' John. <laughs> I love the way they taste, but why is it just a fucking New Year's thing? And why yeah. is it a commitment? Well, yeah, I don't understand it either. I think it's silly. Number four, celebrity Christmas albums. <laughs> Why? I mean, there's some that come out with albums that are, I guess, good, but it's all songs we've heard before a thousand fucking times. <laughs> and it's always like there'll be somebody that's not even that good like their normal music, and now they've come out with a Christmas album, and you're like, oh, well, this sucks too. Like so Michael, cool. Like, like Michael Buble. Yeah. Like Michael Buble brought a Christmas album yeah, where I don't like he lisps normally. on it again. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever heard he actually doesn't list but there's a there's one song if you ever listen to him doing I got the world on a string I think they used they went a little heavy on the DSer when they mixed it because it sounds like he's saying I got the world on a string and I'm like he doesn't actually lisp but in this song he lisps the whole way through it it sounds I, really weird I hate him because of those damn uh, what are those commercials that damn uh the bubbly, bubbly commercials. commercials. Yeah. I oh, hate yeah. that shit. Opie uh, and Anthony, Anthony ruined um, rocking around the Christmas tree and yeah. we'll have some fucking pie. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe have some fucking pie. Yeah. Um, number three for me is Elf on the Shelf. I hate the Elf on the Shelf. Another tradition. I've always hated the Elf on the Shelf. Uh, I've done fun things with the Elf on the Shelf for my son's sake. But I hated every minute of it because we have to remember to move the goddamn thing every night. The best thing for, F- for Elf on the days Shelf or 25 was, days was COVID. I know several people that put him in a damn uh, jar. Jar had to be quarantined. And just quarantined <laughs> him for 25 days. Him on the shelf and just said he's got to be I there. I think for- that's a great idea, but I wouldn't do it out of principle. Yeah. Carrie showed that to me. I'm like, out of principle, I'm not going to do that. Fuck him. So I used to do cool shit, right? Like I did the whole cliffhanger scene. Yeah. From like our chandelier over the dining room table. I, had oh, I did him some hanging cool there shit too with like Spider-Man. Holding, yeah. Shooting a web on him. And like and holding stuff. Barbie and shit. Like, you know, and then Carrie's like, oh no, you got to put sprinkle and glitter. I'm like, you have to clean up glitter. Yeah. yeah. That was, that this was thing the, comes with a rope. Tie it from fucking something. That was last yeah. Christmas. We were yeah. standing in your kitchen when she did that shit. Yeah. Snow angels and glitter <laughs> on the fucking counter. In theory, it's cool. But when you get to like day seven... You're like, I got to do how many more days of this bullshit? Right. This sucks. Here's the other thing. I got to think of something new every night. And then you get in the bed and you wake up the next morning. You're like, oh my God, we didn't move the elf. 
Mm-hmm. Holy shit, we forgot. And then you got to scramble downstairs before the kids come downstairs and try to figure out oh, where am I going to move this thing? Where mm-hmm. I got to move? I got to figure out what to do with this thing before he wakes up. It's a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. So that <laughs> throw, sucks. Throw him in the trash. He's going to be a, a sanitation no, get worker. Ready, dude. Yeah. You got about another year. Then you're in the fucking mix, homie. Yeah, Trust me. it's coming. Yeah. yeah. Um, my number two is New Year's resolutions. I think they're the most useless, stupidest thing ever. How many people stick to their New Year's resolutions? Zero. Nobody does. Nobody makes a New Year's resolution. They're like, you know what? I actually, I, I stuck to my New Year's resolution last year and did, and made it the whole year. Like, I'm going to lose weight. Okay. Now it's February and you've already stopped. I eh, I did. At the end of 2019, I was like, God, I hope 2020 is not the year I get AIDS. I didn't get it. You didn't get AIDS. Right. All right. Well, saying, you stuck to it. Well, one. and I stuck right, to mine because mine is the same every year. I was I like, don't I drink get any, I, I don't want to drink anymore. I also don't drink any less. So, I mean, I always, there you go. I always I stick to my to resolution. It. Look at you. I failed mine. I said I was going to masturbate less, and it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> so, see, they're yeah, stupid. They are stu- I agree. They're yeah, stupid. But, but the thing is, did you break even or exceed? No, he oh, broke I, his record in the I first week. I ramped it up big time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then with COVID, I was just locked down, just fapping away. You know what I mean? <laughs> Nothing I could do about it. <laughs> none, of the, none of the sound treatments actually held up with glue. Matter of fact, no. Brian, Brian's, got, Brian's got skid marks on the side of his dick now from just the friction. It is crazy. Uh, and then my number one most hated holiday tradition is Black Friday. Oh, uh, yeah. I think uh, Black Friday a, a is stupid, and it's a good way for people to get hurt. Yep. For people to get in fights with each other and all kinds of other stupid shit just because something went on sale, well, you this, which Carrie? you easily Carrie, are you listening? could just buy on Amazon. <laughs> Carrie. And you don't even have to go they do to brown, the store. They do Brown Thursday now. What the fuck is Brown Thursday? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> it's it's after it's it's before Black Friday. But you want me to work on Black Friday? <laughs> <laughs> It's after Thanksgiving. You know how... Jesus, bless you. you The night of Thanksgiving. Yeah, how stores used to have that lull. Like if it was a 24-hour Walmart, whatever it was, it would have that lull where you couldn't do certain things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, Brown Thursday, there are certain sections that you can now go into and get the super savings deal and get like an extra 15% off of shit. Hey, you were lucky enough. And then they have Cyber Monday. Yep. You were lucky enough to have the day off to spend with your family for a holiday. These people weren't. Leave your family for the holiday as soon as you get done scarfing down turkey and dressing. Yeah. So you can go buy shit and an extra 8% off from this person who gets stuck because your ass can't fucking stay home for a day and not buy shit. And they can't enjoy time with their family. Carrie is the worst. Really? Dude, she does it all the time. Like this last year, they didn't do it because I guess, you know, the whole COVID thing and they had restrictions and they rope stuff off. But her, my mom and my sister, dude, for like the last like six years, I mean, and for Christmas and stuff, they do get some, but I'm like, dude, is it ultimately at the end of the day really worth it? Like, I think for them, it's just like the thrill of the hunt, right? So like, I remember one year they got out at like eight o'clock on Thanksgiving night and they had like three or four places. And then Tanger had this big thing where they were opening the doors at like midnight. Yeah. So then they were all up there at midnight behind a rope waiting for him to fucking release the rope. And then they went three different directions. And I'm like, 
they didn't get home the next day. Like we all went to like late breakfast, early lunch to like two o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like y'all been at it for like fucking 36 hours, dude. <laughs> like take a fucking nap. Yeah. So I, I'm with you. Carrie is the worst. I can't say that enough. Carrie's yeah. the worst. <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy. Mia doesn't get into that bullshit. She's got an Amazon prime and at least three times. So do a day, we. At least three times a day. The Amazon guy's showing up. So do we. Yeah. The doorbell rings. It's never for me. <laughs> well, at least exactly. You, at least you know. Yeah. Well, I do have some honorable mentions, but you guys touched on these a little bit. I know you said, what was it, like, uh, matching pajama oh, Christmas yeah, the pictures? Oh, yeah, matching sweaters. And you sweaters. said what? Sweaters? No, no you said sweaters. I was, like, sweaters I was like, the matching the pajamas. pajamas are just as fucking bad. Mine is just family Christmas pictures. Thank you. In general. Oh, my like, God. I've been telling Carrie this, too. I'm like, do we need to send people Christmas? They know what we look like. They have Facebook. Did you get one of the our fuck? fucking Christmas cards? I'm sure it's we did. gay as shit, dude. The best, I don't know. The best it's thing terrible. is we don't do the family Christmas thing. Mia sends pictures of the kids. Like, well, the kid. Now it'll be kid pictures, but we don't do the family shit. Yeah. She'll be like, hey, you like this picture of Desi? No. Yeah, that's fine. Send it. You did. Here's some pictures. And you got one of ours, and we got one of yours, because Aaron Rose took y'all's and oh, took ours the week d- after. I know we did them. And so we had to do a fall theme outdoors. Yeah. Well, fall here, it was 89 fucking degrees, but we got to look like it's fall, and we all got to match. Yeah. So we got to look like it's nice and my cool. My son's there in a fucking cardigan turtleneck sweater. I'm wearing a goddamn flannel shirt and khakis in 89-degree weather. And everybody's supposed to look happy. And I'm like, I'm sweating my fat fucking ass off. Yeah. This is terrible. <laughs> and anybody who knows me knows I am not happy to be there. So anybody we send it to is going to look at this and go, hey, he's pissed. He's pissed. <laughs> he's, he's glistening. Yeah. It means he's hot. Fuck. Yeah. He don't want to be I there. I agree. Yeah. Just pictures in general. Right. It's stupid. I don't need that. I'm going to put a picture of you and your wife and your kid on my fucking fireplace mantle. Yeah. It's dumb as shit. I look see you guys enough. Yeah. This picture. Yeah. This look at Brian's awesome. dumb ass smile. Yeah. Uh, other honorable mention is wearing green. I just think it's, it was kind of silly. Yeah. Like, why are we wearing green? What's the, oh, you're going to pinch me if I, I don't understand oh, why. I'm I'll a leprechaun, so. Well, I mean, I'm wearing green too on my shirt, but Not it's on just purpose. weird. Yeah. Did you specifically wear that shirt because it was St. Patty's Day? I don't think so. Or it was just a cool ass shirt just, that had a little green I wore in it, it because this is the first time I've worn it. I wore it. I just wanted to wear it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um. I do like the shirt. And then... The other one was Secret Santa, yeah, that, which kind of ties in with the whole. That was an left, honorable right mention of bullshit. mine that didn't. I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, just a Secret Santa in general. Yeah. Okay, well, you want to do a white dude. elephant gift? It's no, got to no. be twenty dollars or less, right? Yeah. Like, oh wow, cool, cool, because every twenty dollar gift I've ever gotten was just fucking awesome, right? right? Well, I'm, I'm going to go to Walmart and I'm going to get you a twenty dollar B Dubs gift card. Yeah, you don't know. What if you get the person in the office or? Wherever that you don't know. Don't get him a fucking gift. You don't know him that well. Tell him Merry fucking Christmas. Enjoy the two days off. <laughs> or how about this? Wouldn't you guys love to work Spend for me? Spend however much yeah. you want. <laughs> yeah. Who cares? Right. This guy's way more lucky than this guy because they spent eleven fifty and he spent $160. Right. <laughs> this asshole it got sucks, an Xbox One. I don't know. <laughs> right. That one got a... Maybe next time pick somebody you I fucking I guess you knew. lucked up. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. They got a fridge magnet. Yeah. Didn't we do that? Didn't we used to do that with our group of friends? Mm-hmm. Where every, and then we realized all of our friends' wives are terrible, and they make everything exponentially harder than it needs to? Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. We need to start doing this. We, no, we don't. Okay. I, I, I think Not me. I think me is cool. 
Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. You don't have to suck up, Brian. No, I, I'm serious. If, if you want beer, how long has it been since you've hung out with really, me? Really, we only have like two to three people whose wives I just do not like that I'm friends with. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're Car- probably on the same hey, page. Carrie yeah. doesn't make the list, Chris. Well, so. Carrie and Aaron are two of the three. So, I yeah. Mean, fuck. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're done. All right. No. I tell my wife that all the time. You're the one that fucking said yes. Mm-hmm. That's true. So, what is it? Who's that say? retarded now? <laughs> <laughs> what does that say about you? <laughs> anyway, what do you guys think? Think it's time to close out the show? I'd say so. I mean, you're the sound engineer up there, so. Uh, you're probably right. Yeah. Let's go ahead and shut her down. Uh, shut it down. Yeah. I want to thank everybody for joining us. Uh, if you want to reach us, you can you can email us at societyofscoundrels at gmail.com. Uh, look us up on Facebook at Society of Scoundrels. Twitter at SOS Podcast Show. Instagram at Society underscore of underscore scoundrels. Uh, we have a mer- uh, merchandise store, uh, Teespring, that's T-E-E-S-P-R-I-N-G dot com slash stores slash SOS podcast. We have a beer label tee and an original art pod, original podcast art t-shirts for men, women, and kids. And we have a cool neck gator. I don't know if anybody's bought these other than me. Everybody keeps talking about buying one, but I don't know if they bought one. Um, but they're really cool. Uh, they look like the mustache on our logo and everything. Use the promo code SOSPOD for $5 off your order. Uh, and check us out on the Unhinged Sports Network. UnhingedSN.com. That's the new network that we are a part of. Uh, and their podcast player, if you want to check that out directly, just go to unhingedsn.airtime.pro. You can listen to us every Saturday at 7 p.m. Eastern. And we have replays throughout the week on there. So check us out, and we will see you guys next time. Peace. Later.